last time on Definitely D&D Highway to Heal, our heroes, after going into the Docks District of El Terrell, finally found the members of the militia that they'd been looking for, who included a couple of people that the party had known from before, including Kirog, a bartender at the tavern that Max and his band were performing at, as well as Sam, a half-elf who the party had encountered numerous times and who seemed to have a certain type of grudge against Max. But after talking to this group, it was revealed that they did in fact steal the Tome of the Creed Resolute, and after a bit of a discussion, the party agreed that they would work together with this group to try and get them out of the dock safely and back to the militia. So after taking a little bit of time to rest up and rejuvenate themselves, our party narrowly escaped the collapsing pair of black antlers which was falling off of the side of El Terrell before being ambushed by a bunch of devils. Two Cambians attacked the party along with a bunch of their minions, but the party was able to drive them off, but not before one of the members of the militia revealed themselves as Faltrax the Incubus in disguise and tried to kidnap Sam, presumably to use as a bargaining chip, before making off with Sorcha's formerly used greatsword. So, after proving himself to be a nuisance to the party once again, uh, Faltrax got out of the battlefield and during the fight, Sam was revealed to be a changeling named Laura, who was in fact Max's child, which may explain a lot of the reason that they have a grievance against him. But after the fight, the party then returned back to the militia's hideout, where they began speaking with Tychus about the situation. However, before they could continue much further, um, the party then encountered Snaps the Kenku and Max in a very brilliant display proved to the audience that he was in fact the real loot destroyers and Snaps was outed as a fraud. Patina polymorphed him and turned him into a weasel and stuck him down her dress before the party then uh, joined up with the rest of the militia and they went into a small side building to discuss what would happen next. As the party was investigating the Tome of the Creed Resolute, Patina sensed that something was off about it, and opening up the front cover, she discovered a slab of dark metal inside engraved with writing that was in fact an infernal pact, or one half of it anyway, revealing that 50 years ago, a woman named Naja Balandi, who was at the time the High Priest of Torm in El Terrell, she was the one who made a pact with Zeriel in order to summon the Companion and drive the vampires away from El Terrell. But in exchange, Zariel said that the city would be hers in 50 years' time, meaning that the pact that Naja Balandi made is the entire reason that everything in the campaign has occurred. And that is the reason why El Terrell is trapped in Avernus. On the heels of this massive revelation, in a 
brilliantly high insight check from Lux, they realized that Tychus, the leader of the militia, actually knew about the fall of El Torel before it was going to happen, and confronting him about it, Tychus then explained that he had been working for the last 20 years to try and find a way to stop it from happening. And when he was unable to do so, he returned to El Torel in order to do what he could to save the city before it was destroyed forever. However, before more discussions could occur, Tychus went into his private stash, brought out some bottles of wine, and asked if anybody needed a drink after these revelations, to which a number of people agreed, and that's where we left off. It's about five, maybe ten minutes after that. And I will say that some basic pewter cups have been passed around, and everybody who wants one has had a mug of wine placed in front of them, but there is a feeling of silence, exhaustion, and shock in the room as... Everybody here has been digesting this revelation over the course of the past couple minutes. Nobody's really said anything, but looking around, all of you can see the shock and exhaustion on everyone's faces. So, what I would like to ask all of you is... What are all of you feeling and thinking about after this revelation? Well, obviously, this is uh, a lot to process. Um, I'm going to have to rethink what I proposed. Um, yeah, because... A moment ago, because... Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Because so, something else that happened in the discussion, it was insinuated that... Um, a number of people in the church and in the clergy, such as Thavius Krieg, not only knew about the fall of El Torel, but were basically dedicated themselves to making it happen, or at the very least, ensuring that when it did happen, basically, uh, yeah, everything would go just as Zariel wanted it to. So I have a question out of character. Does, is, was older... I can't remember too well, but it was older Ravenguard mentioned as a potential figure for like involved in this corruption, or was it uh, what was the other guy, the captain of uh, the Hell Riders? What was his mm. name? I forgot. Um, okay, I'm I, notes. Yeah, I believe that the person you're thinking of, who is uh, the head of the knights, is Darius Heavenstorm. Yes, thank you. Darius Heavenstorm, yeah. yeah. Or was he, or was him the one who was hinted to be maybe a little more involved in this? Uh, Tychus specifically said that he knows for a fact that Darius Heavenstorm was involved. However, nobody has said anything about older Ravenguard yet. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure I have my notes correctly. Okay. So, yeah, with this knowledge that maybe a number of your superiors and a number of members of the Hellriders were involved in this horrific event, Adriel, what are the thoughts going through your head right now? So, Adriel is someone who follows the rules. Uh, He, you know, likes discipline and order. 
and he was very devoted. He's very devoted to being a Hell Rider and a Paladin, and he didn't have reason to suspect anything from Darius Heavenstorm. Uh, being his superior, David, you know, sorry, Adriel respects him. But uh, with this revelation, I think Adriel feels betrayed and conflicted because now he's not, he's kind of rethinking everything that he's been set to do, set out to do in the past year while he's been a hell rider and rethinking some of some like odd orders or things that he would do that he didn't think too much into he just kind of went with it and now he's kind of maybe thinking back a bit on some instances or things he would like kind of thinking with himself like why didn't he notice it before why didn't he pick up on it um and kind of feeling a bit a bit guilty i guess for not noticing it sooner so yeah he's very conflicted right now i would say and unsure for the first time um because i think Adrian's always had like um a clear path to what is right, what is good, but things have now are kind of cloudy. Um, so he's now more confused than ever and very conflicted and upset about the revelation of, of the corruption in the order. Um, and I think what he's even thinking back, back to Mavar Hammer, right? Um, and wondering if he was also involved in that as well. Like, so he's really like, his mind is really reeling with all of these news. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where he is. So he's kind of nursing his drink, taking occasional sips of it. But yeah, he's deep in thought, I guess. Okay. Anybody else? Sorches, sitting in the corner. And, And if this was a cartoon, you'd see like steam lines coming off of his head. Um, and he isn't saying anything. He's not making eye contact with anyone. Mm. But he's just like, oh, God, what? Why did I make the choices that led me here today? Why? <laughs> it's always fucking conspiracies. It's always fucking conspiracies. There's no way to escape them. I just want a simple job. You know? hunting a monster, and then going home. You know, having a little nap on the side of the road. Carving a thing. But it's gotta be goddamn conspiracies. Fuck. Fuck. Um, he's a little mm. mad. Yeah, that's fair. That Really, that's fair. You, I mean, since the start of all this, you've been in for way more than you bargained for, but this just takes the cake. <laughs> yep. Uh, purely selfish angle here. He's just like, oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. I would suppose that Gwen is feeling a bit similar and is like, was it a coincidence they sent me to get the coffee or was it something more? So she's just kind of back and forth with her own thoughts. Huh. So Gwen's also questioning a lot of different things right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Max is thinking, well, so, all right. So they saved everyone from the vampires by saying the city's going to get dragged down. Why did they just empty the city afterwards? So then you know, it was just the city getting dragged down, but everyone was fine. I mean, it just seems like poor planning. 
Well, uh, Lax was pretty open about how he how he felt um, when the conversation before the drinks. Um, overall, right now, he has just no respect or trust in Tychus for withholding that kind of information and not bringing mm. to the awareness of the public for this amount of years for people to be able to prepare in any way or leave the city or do literally anything. Because Lax himself got nothing, no proof, only a vision from his goddess, and he could have stayed away from the city, and he risks his safety to come back to the city and attempting to warn people, just there wasn't enough time. So for him, there's no excuse. He risked his life, he risked his reputation, he risked people not believing him regardless, and he did the right thing. He came and tried to save people, mm. and um, so he just doesn't respect Agus in any way. Um, the fact that, again, uh, he took this time to gather silver weapons for himself and find protection for himself. But again, all of the random people, all of the deaths of the of the um, just random citizens are as much on Tychus' hands for Lex as anybody else who actively take this contract. Because he knew this entire time. And anybody who did not get this information because he chose to hold it is on his hands. So that's what Lax is feeling. So pure rage, zero trust, zero respect, and um, just boiling anger. And Okay. Yeah, that's it. And I think that just leaves Patina. I'm going to go for the comedy route. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to... Patina's just looking like... <laughs> just, just fully sipping and like and how be life Arctikus <laughs> this moment seems really bad but when will I be able hmm, the sexy give amazing vibe maybe no and I, maybe not, I don't know <laughs> this moment seems a little bit tense and not good but I will and <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's just yeah, that's just uh, what Patina's thinking. I'm guessing. I don't know. Okay. So another thing is that at the end of the last game, when everybody was rolling insight checks to sort of look at other people in the room and sort of see their immediate reaction to, you know, uh, the pact being read aloud and stuff. Aside from Lux. There were a couple other folks who did make some insight checks, and I did make sure to keep them in mind. So, Adriel, I remember that you had an insight check of 19 to look at Kurog's reaction, correct? Uh, yes. Okay, so at the time, I will say that when listening to you reading aloud the pack that was made with Najibalandi, she seemed alarmed at hearing what you were saying, as though, like, the full scope of the statement was hitting her. But she doesn't seem as shocked as some of the other people in the room, oddly enough. Like, she's still surprised hearing all this, but not as surprised as she could have been. And we also have an insight check from Max against Laura. Um, so Laura looked 
pretty much like they looked definitely very flabbergasted, but also there was just this expression of disgust at the same time. The sort that comes from a person who's listening from to an explanation and realize that all of their worst suspicions are being confirmed. So you're guessing that it's not entirely surprised either. And then we're going to go to Patina. So you had an insight check as well. May I ask who you were looking at during that uh, the event as all that was going on? I don't remember. Oh, no. Well, you did roll an insight check of 21 nonetheless, so I'll let you pick somebody else in the room that you can have been watching. In the room. Yeah, uh, I guess the only one that's not been looked at is... Let's... Matt. Yeah, let's, 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 this... I mean, he's a little boy, though. Um, he, well, he's in his early oh, 20s. I'm gonna do, uh, what about, no, Lulu wouldn't know anything. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, let's go for, for Matt, the, the, the drow. Yeah, Matt is just, he looks very, like, his, it, he seems to be the sort of guy that when oh, wait, he's, what mm. about, uh, what about Boulder? Boulder, yeah, because Boulder works with the, the Helgar, right? The Hellriders. Yeah, tell you what, if you want to look at Boulder, that's an option. Yeah. So, looking at Boulder, you can tell he's just as shocked as anybody else here. Like, among your party, it looks as though he had no idea about any of this. But okay. you can see that in the few seconds after this was read aloud, his brow is already furrowing. Not in confusion, but in thought as though his mind is already trying to figure out, even with this staggering revelation, he's trying to think of how he personally can benefit from the situation. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, Adriel, uh, you... Um, out of the blue, you all see Adriel uh, stands up, and what do you do? Yeah, he just kind of walks out of the room to get some fresh air because he's feeling okay. like, yeah. Um, as you begin to head towards the door, um, you hear a voice from Tychus. Before you head out, there is still a bit more we need to talk about. Quite a few things, in fact. Okay, Adriel's hand freezes on the door knob or whatever, and then <sighs> he sighs and he turns around. I understand this is a lot to process for all of you, but I feel as though since you all now fully understand what you're in for, I wasn't sure at the time if I could trust you or not. But... I'm getting the feeling that maybe you're exactly the sort of people that I've been waiting for. People I can talk to about this. There are only a few people that I've spoken to about what happened all those years ago at Coster's Hollow and how I got involved in this. And I think you're going to want to listen. All right, let's hear it. 
Okay, so... 20 years ago, a little before that actually, I was inducted into the Hellriders. At the time, it was a big deal. I was the first... Well, there weren't many people from the slums who were able to become Hellriders, but I was also the first Minotaur to ever be named one. So at the time, it was a big deal. I don't know what the reason for doing it was. Part of me wanted to believe it was them trying to be inclusive. A good portion of me, the cynical one, well, wondering if they were maybe pandering to people or just... I don't know, looking for an excuse to get me thrown out of the order so in the future they could say, oh yeah, we already had a Minotaur, but, you know, we tried and look how that turned out. But... About 20 years ago, I began discovering clues pointing at a potential staging ground for cultists. A village on the outskirts of the land surrounding El Torel, called Coster's Hollow. And I had reason to believe that there were some cultists devoted to Zariel who journeyed there as part of a pilgrimage. I brought forward whatever evidence I could with my superiors, but they kept telling me over and over again that they would look into things, but not to investigate on my own that I didn't have any concrete proof and that I shouldn't invest myself too heavily into this. I just didn't have a good feeling about it, so I gathered together a couple of my comrades in the Order, and there were about five, six of us all together, and we went to Coster's Hollow to investigate, personally. And in the basements of this village, we discovered the hideout of the cultists. There were ritual rooms where people and animals were sacrificed, shrines dedicated to Zariel, and we discovered that there were a number of people that the cult had put into El Torel in various positions of power. That, in fact, this final place, Coster's Hollow, this was the final step on the pilgrimage, and whoever proved themselves to be worthy followers of Zariel were not only told of what was going to happen to El Torel, but they were also, based on their competency, given either ranks in the clergy positions somewhere in the city or the city council, and if they were... Adept fighters, they would be inducted into the Hell Riders. But we discovered that the person at the top of this conspiracy was, in fact, Thavius Krieg, the High Overseer. And we finally learned that El Torel would fall in 20 years. But we didn't know much else besides that. We didn't have an exact day that this would happen or why this was occurring. All we know is that it would. And then that was when one of my comrades, Darius Heavenstorm, who broke off from our group in order to investigate the rest of the hideout, he arrived with a number of other cultists. 
and they tried to kill us. We fought against them, but in the chaos, a number of the cultists, to ensure that their tracks weren't discovered, summoned a massive demon in the depths of the village. This demon proved to be beyond anyone's control, and it began slaughtering everything. Myself and one of my comrades were able to bring it down, but at the cost of my friend's life. And at that point, we were, or I should say, I was one of the only survivors in the village. Literally only one other person survived the chaos of that event. So a little girl was living there. Wait, and Celeste? And at this, uh, Tychus gives a bit of a snort and almost a chuckle. I'm surprised. I didn't even give you any clues for that one, and you figured it out. And he looks between you, Adriel, and you, Lux. I gotta say, you two have some pretty sharp insights. But yeah. Celeste was the only survivor of that event. Both of her parents were killed. She couldn't have been older than three at the time. But, uh, because it was just me, I realized that, well, given everything that was going on, Darius escaped during the fighting, and no doubt he would be telling everybody in El Torel about what had happened and what I'd done, and because I was the only survivor of the event and I knew about everything, I would be made their immediate target. So I tried to go back to El Torel in order to figure out what to do next and to lie low, but I discovered that the families of the people who I'd taken to Coster's Hollow, they had all disappeared in the days that it took to get back to El Torel. And what? My guess is the other people who I was involved with who discovered the conspiracy alongside me the cultists are thorough and being the higher ups they wanted to ensure that no trace was left behind that nothing could possibly remain to expose the conspiracy. Anybody that could have known about it, anybody that could have discovered the truth, it was like they just vanished. And I realized that I couldn't stay because I had friends in El Torel. No family, but I still knew people. And so I spoke to the head of the orphanage here, gave her Celeste, told her to look after her, and well, I couldn't stay in the city, so I left. I went to Waterdeep, a good distance away, and I wasn't sure what to do. I kept praying to Bahamut for an answer, but eventually I got an answer one night. A vision came to me in a dream. Tell, and all that Bahamut told me was to be ready for El Torel's descent. So... I wasn't sure what to do because if I told anybody in El Torel about what was going on, they'd be killed. And I didn't know how far the conspiracy extended. It could have been, well, it was Thavius Creek, but it could have been anybody else in the church. It could have been any other number of people. So 
I had no friends, no one to rely on, only myself. So I decided to do what I could. I stockpiled resources. I had no other job and I was being painted as a criminal by El Torel, so I had to resort to the ways of a criminal. I began selling myself out for hire in the underworld as a bodyguard and as muscle, and eventually, over the course of a number of years, I began working my way up through the ranks, making money, becoming more powerful, gaining followers. And I tried to do what I could to see if there was a way to save El Torel, because 20 years is no small amount of time, but... I began paying scholars at Candlekeep to investigate infernal packs and if anything could be done, but what I discovered wasn't promising. What do you all know about infernal packs? I think we found out that if there's an infernal pack, one of the ways, maybe the only way to dissolve it is if the, the demon who uh, root up the pact, dissolves it. That's right, you're correct. Either the de the devil who created the pact needs to be killed, or they need to voluntarily uh, destroy the contract. Mm -hmm. Or, the other way is that infernal pacts come in two halves. One half is right here with us, and he gestures to the slab of metal. The other half of the infernal pact well, I mean, the pack, the part that you have there would have been with Najibalandi, who died after the summoning of the Companions, so as a result it was kept on hand by, I'm guessing, Fabius Krieg or somebody else, but because both parties involved in the contract had a copy, that means that Zariel has the other half of this pact. And guess where Zariel was? Wait, so are you saying that we could just, like, steal the other half of the piece of paper and then we could get rid of it all? That is a possibility. You could find... Oh, we're just going to convince it. That's fine. You could find Zariel, the Archduchess of Avernus, uh, one of the strongest devils in the entire pantheon and steal the contract out from under her nose. Yeah, sounds doable. But what I'm saying is that because we were on the material, or I was on the material plane, I had no way of getting down to Avernus to do that. I knew spellcasters, but finding a portal in order to go down to Avernus, it is difficult and dangerous and well it was nearly impossible even if i did have enough resources and enough people to go down to uh, to avernus survive the trip and somehow kill zariel and take the contract back from her making the portal down to the nine hells alone <sighs> no it wasn't it wasn't a possibility so I, I realized that if I couldn't stop the fall of El Torel from happening, I'd do what I could to save it after it fell. So I began stockpiling resources for myself and all of the people who lived here. Hundreds of silvered weapons, thousands of silver bolts, 
I don't know how many flasks of holy water, but it all came here. Um, before the last year, uh, we began smuggling things into El Terrell because we didn't know what exact day the city would fall on. All we knew was the year. And I talked to a few of my most trusted lieutenants, and he gestured to Kirog and to Matt and told them about what was happening, told them if they wanted out, now was the time. And a number of other people also left. But these ones stayed. And they told their subordinates about what was going to happen, and all of the members of the militia who've remained, who haven't joined since the fall of El Torel, they all knew what was going to happen and they chose to stay here. And so, the day came, none of us were expecting the exact day, but we leapt into action. We got our supplies out, we corralled as many people as we could into this area, and also leading up to the last year of El Terrell, every week we've been smuggling different families out of the city. So we've gotten, by this point, I was hoping to get a few hundred more, but we've gotten maybe three to four hundred people out of the city before it fell. Adriel gives Tychus and just a look around everyone that's there, like Matt and yeah, uh, all of them, just like a look of admiration, just hearing about this, that they've managed to get some people out of the city. Sorry, continue. It's just, just, that's just what he said. Lax is doing the opposite. It's even <laughs> more pissed at the double standard of saying like, oh, I couldn't say any, tell, tell that to anybody because then they would be killed. And then suddenly, oh, you actually told a lot of people. You just chose who. So Lax is actually even more pissed. Well, I will remind you, it was maybe a specific like three to four people in his organization that were in Waterdeep that was basically a bit of a distance away from El Terrell uh, that it wasn't as though he was telling thousands of people but also he was telling them shortly before the fall of El Terrell so that basically it was as close to the deadline as possible. Still uh, for Lax it doesn't change the anything. Okay. It's like you literally for, it's, for him it's hypocrisy once again you could either warn everybody or you can pretend that you're a good person and tell yourself, but you're actually like, you're picking, you're playing God, you're, you're acting, who deserves to be saved, who deserves to be pr protected, who deserves resources, who deserves um, sanctuary, which is hypocrisy considering that he's the one criticizing other people for doing the same. So uh, Lax is just pissed. Still like, cool, great, you saved two people. You could have saved way more. So. Okay. So, and with that, he just lets out a slow breath. So, that's what's been going on. Now you know why I left the city, why I haven't been able to trust anybody, and why I was extremely suspicious of all of you, because anybody wearing the armor of a Hellrider, I had no idea if they were in on whatever was going on, or if they were somebody who I could talk to. But given recent events, 
given well your reaction to all of this and given that you know celeste bless her heart she after everything that went on she remembered what had happened at coster's hollow what happened to her friends and her family and she wanted to kill demons and devils i tried to talk her out of it when i well when in the few times that i've been able to talk to her but she's a headstrong kid she has an iron will yeah well celeste um she I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I, I knew a little bit about some of the stuff on, that was going on with her, but she, she's never been, well, she has a hard time, I guess, of trusting people. I don't blame her. Um, but knowing this now, it gives me more of an insight onto what kind of a person Celeste is. And I think it, it has done nothing but reaffirm my belief that she is the best person right now to probably take over the leadership of the Hellriders. We can leave it, uh, can leave Darius Heavenstorm as the, the leader of the Hellriders. If he is, if he's the traitor, if he's a traitor and he's done all of this stuff. So, um, does, do you know if Celeste knows that Darius Heavenstorm is involved? Like, did she go and infiltrate the Hellriders to get um, evidence or something to to prove that that uh, there was corruption in the order or she did know about the fact that the various leaders of El Terrell were involved in the destruction of Coster's Hollow and she's been keeping that to herself all these years in order to infiltrate the organization and try to get some answers for what happened maybe some revenge no oh, I forgot to mention something very important as well uh, that you probably wouldn't know um, but she's the chosen uh, champion of Torm we heard about that yeah. we've been getting information from one of our members on the inside for some time and he gestures over at Laura who's been assuming the identity of Sam in High Hall right but yeah she's I mean, I always knew she'd do well, but chosen a Torm. Good on her. Yep. Ugh. Well, I honestly, I can't really pass, pass, pass judgment because it would be hypocritical of me because I've been working for this order that I've realized now is so corrupt. And, um, you know, if I were to pass judgment on what happened, I would have to pass judgment on myself. But I also understand the anger towards, you know, not having so many people die because they didn't know the truth. And it's a difficult decision. I'm not going to judge you for it. But I'm sure you also understand why some of us might feel a bit different on that. And he looks over. Uh, Lux, I have you just been glaring at this dude the whole time? Yeah, sure. Just crossed arms, but not necessarily in like a. It turned into like a cold, kind of like 
not necessarily like like burning fury just like a called like blocked off just wall up kind of vibe yeah and he glances at you and there's no basically it's not as though he's condemning you for being pissed off at him he acknowledge like with your passive insight you can tell he is acknowledges and accepts your contempt of him and he just gives a nod because you're guessing that whatever you might be feeling towards him probably pales in comparison to whatever he's been doing to himself all these years. But listen, uh, the past, as horrible as it is and as important as it is to learn about it so we can move forward, we have to move forward now. And what's important now, I think, is what we do with the knowledge going forward. And right now, we have to make the right decision. Right. Without letting fear cloud our judgment, as it might have done in the past. I won't deny that there were moments when I served the Hellriders, certain orders sometimes would not seem right to me, but instead of listening to that feeling and questioning it, I went through with it and now I regret a lot of things but listen we can't live with our regrets we have to accept what we did the good and the bad and we have to make a conscious decision to move forward and change and do the right thing it's not easy to do the right thing but we have to try so what's most important now I think is that we if we need some rest we get some rest uh, regroup have a plan moving forward and be very cautious moving forward as well now that we're all privy to the conspiracy or some f form of what the conspiracy is about we need to move more cautiously and also time is of the essence now now that we know that we this is half of the pact and that there's another half of that pact that might be with Sariel, we have options we have a possible path to um a way to end this so let's uh let's get on with it let's get on with the plan right well i mean that's well we've got bodies for any people in the room here do uh like do devils have like the equivalent of safety deposit boxes <laughs> like banks where they store important documents because they seem to write a lot of contracts serious mm -hmm. question yeah roll me either a religion check or an insight check that's a good question never thought about that that's an 11 for insight hmm for myself was it religion or what was the other one sorry insight oh, i'll do insight because i have plus five i might get a nine nope i got a six <laughs> even worse <laughs> okay so patina with an insight of 22 you try to think about this contract and where it might be or if zariel would have entrusted anybody with it and you think that with how the power structure is in hell no devils truly trust each other every devil is in it for themselves ultimately so to entrust 
something of value to anybody else may not be a good idea unless there were multiple failsafes. And even then, for Zariel to entrust something so important to anybody seems almost out of the question. If you're the most powerful person in Avernus and everybody else is gunning for your position as, you know, the Archduke or Archduchess, you need to ensure that everything is locked down. For her to have done this as much as she has over however long she's been in power, for thousands of years, presumably, hundreds, thousands, however long it's been, she needs to be extremely careful. And the only person she can really trust is herself. Meaning, she has to keep this thing either in a place that only she knows about and has warded herself in order to ensure no one else can get to it, or it's on her own person at all times. I, I relay this to the, the group. Is it, is it could not be on their ship? Probably no. It probably was. It's probably the on their person. My, my right. Yeah, she wouldn't trust anybody but herself to keep it safe. But we did have that vision, right, about the sword being with one of Zariel's companions? Or is this another Zariel? I'm so confused. I just... I think the sword is... I think we need to figure out... There's another option is we figure out why Zariel wants the, the city so badly right. that she would go through all these steps. I think there is something in her past and with Lulu's past that we yeah, can Yeah, I was discover. about to say... Yeah, yeah. Still, work on. Maybe there might be more hints in Lou's memories. It just right. You need to. That kind that of got derailed with everything else coming up. That yeah. was uh, and job, yeah. mm -hmm. and Lulu speaks up. Yeah, I I wish I remember more. Um, I'm I'll do what I can, but I I can't make any promises. I'm sorry. That's all right, Lulu. Well, and... we still need to gather the stuff for Maggie, right? Yeah, yeah. we said that she would help us. We just... Yeah. And you all remember that in the vision that you received from Torm, it was said that only Lulu knows the location of Zariel's sword, but she doesn't remember where it is, and that if you want to unlock her memories, there are several options to do so. Either you can help Maggie by putting together the dream machine, or you can find somebody important from Lulu's past, because there seem to be certain triggers, certain events that unlock major memories for Lulu, as seen, for example, uh, just after the battle for High Hall, or, for example, the battle beneath... Helm's shield hall when she remembered something about a trial that Zariel had attended. Right. So you do have several options in front of you. Yeah, when we're looking for those people, Lanthius and Haraman, the companions. And mm. Lady Yale. Lady Yale, yeah. Uh, we also have another issue to uh, address. Um, who was the uh, the vampire lord that has that uh, wrecked 
uh, 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 until uh, 15 years ago because he may be back and uh, we ran into a vampire uh, kind of spawn with at this Tychus stands up and all of you hear like the creak of his stool as he just gets to his feet oh, you found a vamp you found a vampire what is it? Uh, what was his name? Uh, Guildfree. Uh, Guildfree was uh had vampire teeth, and we think he was Gideon. Gideon. Oh yes, Gideon. He was a vampire spawn, raising the dead. Is and Tychus. Gideon. You mean Gideon Lightward, the yes. former the former high priest of Lathander. Yes, he turned bad. We killed him, but we worry that there is another vampire that was his, uh, uh, you know, master. Maybe Clavicaya himself, the same vampire who terrorized Elturel all those years ago. Clavicaya. Clavicaya. <laughs> if he's here in the city, he was never confirmed to be dead. He was, oh, he was never compared. Oh, no. Yeah. I've, I have stressed repeatedly every time I've talked about him that he fled to the hills with his vampire brethren and was not destroyed outright. Well, this just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? So now we have the cult of Zariel who's infiltrated the high clergy and a vampire lord here in El Torel. Perfect. So, well, while we have uh, maybe some rest to process this all, uh, we can come together later to make a plan, maybe, perhaps? Well, before we rest, I need to go, and I have a ritual to complete to hopefully keep this place a little bit safer. That would be appreciated. All right. Well, uh... And at this, uh, Matt also stands up. So, uh, we good to head out of here then, boss? So, yeah, that's, I think that's enough that we can talk about for now if we want to continue discussing later. All right, this has been a stressful as fuck day. I'm gonna go paint something. And Matt just walks towards the door and heads out. And right now it is about... Two o'clock in the afternoon, you'd say. Cool. Okay, well, Adriel will now resume his, uh, com just, like, leaving the room to get some fresh air. Okay. <laughs> I'm also leaving to start prepping for the ritual. Sure. Okay. So, uh, you both head out of the room, and, um, yeah, nearby, uh, Laura also gets up, and they just stalk towards the door without saying another word and head out. Tychus stays where he is, and aside from that, we also have Kirog, who's also staying where she is, just drinking from her cups, and Boulder, who's still slumped against the nearby wall, just seems to be lost in thought. But yeah, now... It seems as though you all have a little bit of spare time, so I will leave it to all of you to decide what you'd like to do next. Um, I'm going to go to the the most like center area of the sure. entire thing um, to prep for the the 
ritual to create a sanctuary around this space. Sure. And uh, for flavor, I would like to, in, into the ritual, I would like to pump my last spell of the day, which is fourth level moonbeam, which will actually create on the ground, uh, like throughout the entire like huge area, like really grand uh, symbol of Saluna on the ground with all of the, the eyes and the stars to like kind of uh, channel additional protection through like the magic that she bestowed upon me um, to just like as a part of the ritual and that's that's uh, yeah just gonna very much focus inwardly and like not really you know just just try to create the space and hold that energy throughout the ritual but that's that's all they have um, to do for now. Okay. So Lux, you settle down on the ground, cross-legged. The tome of the Creed Resolute in front of you, and you begin leafing through the pages. You find the page you need. And closing your eyes, you draw in a deep breath and you prepare the ritual. It takes a little bit of time, maybe about it i'll say that this is the ritual will be ready after about a half hour of preparation so is it all right if we come back to you in a little while after we see what everybody else is doing yeah for sure great okay thank you and is there anything else that anybody wants to do anything specific Consider this a window of spare time for each of you to do whatever you would like individually. Hmm. I, I guess I've left uh, old Shitbeak over there by himself for a <laughs> while, so I'm gonna just peek outside, see how he's reacting. Um, Shitbeak's my cleavage. Yeah, he's a weasel. <laughs> oh right, about that. Right I'm gonna I'm gonna right, pull the, the weasel out of my or cleavage. a weasel. I'm gonna pull the weasel out of my cleavage and have okay. it to Max. Like, so, Max, do you want to take care of you? Um, this is up to you and your choice. So, Patina, you reach into your cleavage, and you know how kittens have like that flap of skin at the backs of their necks that their moms grab them by and stuff. You just pull out this little wriggling weasel by the nape of his neck, and it's just trying to get free of you. <coughs> And, and you can tell him, I will change him. I will keep him here in his shape forever if he does something bad. But I leave it up to you, Max, to do whatever you will with him. Uh, I mean, you will to go. Well, I thought he'd learned his lesson before, yeah. but then clearly he had. Yes, yes. So, I, I say we just let him run around the room, all scared like, it's, you know. I mean, hopefully no one will step on him. Well, hopefully. Well, yes, here you will. go. You go play um, with him, and I, I got to do something. <laughs> All right? Okay. Uh, Max you... is going to just carelessly throw the weasel through the door into the oh. main room. <laughs> wow. Okay, so... Um, so, Max, yeah, you just step outside, and you just toss the weasel back over your shoulder. All of you here, as the weasel goes flying across the room, and poof, lands on the carpet 
it immediately scrabbles to all four of its paws, looks around, and then just uh, dashes underneath the table and curls up into a little ball and begins, uh, yeah, shivering. I mean, really, uh, this should be... I feel like he should be grateful that now he's in a form where he can make noises that aren't just what he's heard before, right? Mm. So, but also he has, has heard the whole truth and all the truth, so maybe it could be useful. Um, spreading. Ro- uh, roll me an Arcana check, Patina. Oh shoot! Oh yeah, because he's a, he's an animal. I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe. I'll just yeah, Arcana. Let's see. Uh... <gasps> no, 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 not twenty. Okay, twenty-four. Oh! <laughs> so, Patina. <laughs> um. You remember suddenly that polymorph affects a target's mental capacities as well as his physical ones. Right now, Snaps isn't even sentient. Uh He's operating purely on instinct as a weasel with probably an intelligence of two at the very most. Mm -hmm. So even if he physically heard all of those, everything you were talking about, to him right now, those are all just noises. Oh, I just had brain fart. I just realized I spoke incorrectly. Oh. <laughs> He's probably too <laughs> dumb to remember any of it. Oh. <laughs> 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 anyway. oh. uh, I don't know, he looks smarter now, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, vicious mockery. Oh, next your god. Yeah, don't even need to use a spell slot, which is good because I don't have any. <laughs> don't worry, it's a cantrip. You, can... <laughs> you don't need a spell slot. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. And then I'm going to wait for everyone else to leave the room. Why is that, Patina? Mm-hmm. No! What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Well, well. What? I, I'm just being sexy in the uh, corner. Don't mind me. You're just posing dramatically. Max uh, <laughs> is going to roll an insight check to see if he understands. Go ahead. <laughs> Pensive in the corner. Just holding a, a uh, black Yeah, corner. so I rolled a six. So Max doesn't get that he's supposed to leave the room at all. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Max, you should go play with your weasel. <laughs> Why don't you go help out uh, uh, Boulder for a second, Max? He looks really hard and contemplative. You know what? Oh, you know what? The audience out there would love a performance. They would love to hear you sing again, I'm sure. I mean, I did deprive him of an uncle. She taps him on the ass with her mage hand. You can do it. I believe in you. Go, 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 go. I'm going to say that six on insight means he also does not recognize that this is an issue. But yeah, all right. Okay. So, yeah, you are promptly shooed outside by Patina of Max. Um, so Patina, looking around the room, you see that there are a number of other people still in here, like, 
uh, Gwendolyn, Sorcha, as well as a couple members of the militia, and... She's gonna give Gwen, um, Gwen, darling, mm -hmm. would you do me a big favor? Uh, I have these four, uh, gems. Uh-huh. Could you go get some healing potions from Mystery? Uh, sure. Each of these gems are each, uh, I wrote it down. But <laughs> would you do me a beautiful favor? Thank you. That'd be lovely. Okay. Also, check out what Matt is painting. You never know. Sure. Maybe I'll go do that first, though. And okay. then I will be like, come on, Lulu. Okay. And Lulu uh, <laughs> flies over and follows behind you because you are her best friend in the party. And Amazing. you head outside. Okay, so one person at a time, Patina. There's still. Sosha! <laughs> Sweet mysteries here! Did you buy. Oh, Boulder, you two have so much catching up with together with Sorcha. You should tell us all your stories. Hearing this, Patina, or is Tychus then. Oh, that's right. Um. I probably should have told this to your group before you headed out, but I wanted to compensate you properly for the work that you did uh, getting everybody back here. Oh, yes, um, we, can, we, we can deal that with our closed doors. Everyone, get out! Get out! <laughs> get out! Um, <laughs> no, you! And, you! Get out! Roll a persuasion <laughs> check, Patina? I think that's a division. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! <laughs> oh, 15! <laughs> uh, Boulder just looks up at you. Uh, uh, honey, what, what are you talking about? Oh, talk to Sorcha. Get out! <laughs> okay, so, you are practically shoving Boulder out the door as, yeah, Sorcha, the two of you are outside, and then... Yeah, there's still Kirog and Willa who are both looking at you, both of them with cups of wine, just... Take your glasses, up. get out! <laughs> <laughs> the two women look at each other, then, okay, confused, and also I'm step dying. outside, and oh and uh, Tychus also watches them go, then points at the door and, and starts walking ma towards head slams. Okay, door slams shut, and he's just... Uh, what if have I done something to offend you? <laughs> no, quite the opposite, apparently. Many things to upset me, uh, Tigus. Yes, many things. Um, well, we did a big thing helping your, helping your friends out. And yeah. I worry for friends as well. But I think this is probably not the moment to do it. But I do. <laughs> I uh, It's not really exactly the proper moment. The romance is in there. But I would like to bet you. But you know. His eyebrows go <laughs> way up. <laughs> I hope you feel the same. Um... Oh That's uh, she just like casually is on the table, just being like, <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, Patina, um, yeah, he just watches you just 
Maybe. She spins like a, a, a platinum coin in hand. I heard you speaking of Bahamut, and you know, this is one I worship as well. At this, he kind of goes <laughs> quiet for a little bit. That's... I used to. You used to? It's a long story. Well, maybe next time you can tell me more. I think this is not a moment to uh, delve in, but, you know, as compensation, you could help me right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but not that moment. You know, right now, I think we will give me the compensation of gold, but also hand me your shirt. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Okay. Uh, 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 yes! Patino will have him call on his girlfriend. <laughs> and he's just watching you, just. So, I mean, I am going to pay you. Yes, but also, give me your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You wear the suspenders, your pants will stay up, it'll be fine, right? With this, will you be satisfied? There is more things you can satisfy me with, but... <laughs> and... That is for later. Okay. And, yeah, he reaches down and he takes his shirt off. And the dude is covered in scars but also completely ripped. <gasps> Very good. She's gonna take her shirt. She's gonna take off her dress. Oh! Whoa. Oh! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and then she's gonna like wear her her his shirt as like the you know like the chic way. <laughs> she's okay. gonna, like the oversized shirt as a dress. You know. Tina, this shirt is gigantic. But yeah, she's gonna belt it make it look real and like pull put the sleeves in her like no. gauntlets i cannot emphasize if you had a nightcap and a candlestick you would look like ebenezer scrooge <laughs> <laughs> i will i will do fashion not this underestimate into... <laughs> the fashion skills of a committed <laughs> woman exactly she's gonna make this look real fashionable and just like shush it up and just be like oh do you like what you see i do actually Later, we can explore this. How much you like it. But for now, give me the gold. And, you know, this... I would just like to have your shirt. This is just to let everyone know that I am trusted, you know? I think that's going to give them a different message, but okay. <laughs> I see. Uh, and so he goes back over to a corner of the room, opens up a crate, begins fishing through it, and then takes out a large bag. Here you go. For your help with what happened earlier, 2,000 gold pieces for your group. Oh, 2,000! I will split it amongst the group. <laughs> she just and like also, fully dumps it in the bag and it just kind of disappears. And like, I usually take care of survivors. <laughs> in addition, Talk to Sweet Mystery and tell him, tell him that Tychus says he's cashing in his favor. That should get you a discount. I think with his shirt, he'll know. 
The only logical way to do it. I agree with Patina. Yeah. All right then. Well, talk to you soon. And then she's gonna like, do she's gonna uh like run her her finger on down his his rippling abs and like talk to you soon as well. Okay. Uh you turn around, make to go out the door, and he rears back and slaps you across the ass. <gasps> she slaps him across the dick. No, no, I mean that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sure that's all she can reach. <laughs> oh, whoops! Oh, my mistake, sorry. Oh, he's... <laughs> he, um... And he just gives you a look as though asking, you want to do right here, right now? Oh, no, I'm, like, imagining that's all she can, like, reach because that's of her height. <laughs> so, oh, no. I imagine she hits him the balls accidentally. Because she's like, oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and he just goes Later, over to a chair and just... Yep. Later. Okay. <laughs> Now's not a good time. Oh. Moment's caught. <laughs> I'll see you later. later. And then she just, yeah, like, flips around and be like, oh! She, she does, like, the freshly fucked look as she leaves the door. She's like, whoo! Ah! <laughs> so... Nearby, Sorcha, so you've been with Boulder the last couple minutes. So how, um, so have you been saying anything to him or what have you been up to? <laughs> um, as much as they have, uh, you know, shared past, they really do not have a lot in common. Mm. Um, <laughs> as they were being kicked out together Sorcha kind of like looked at him was like did like the bro nod you know yeah where they like like lift their chins and just go like yeah yeah okay <laughs> um and it was like boulder scorcher uh Wrong again, but nice try. Um, getting closer this time. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but... Of course. Uh, I say that's quite a bit to hear about, huh? Yeah. Why is it always conspiracies, Boulder? Honestly, I have no idea. Politics was never really my thing. You know, just give me a nice big bag of coin, a cold beer, and someone to punch. For once, you and I are in utter agreement. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. How about... I mean, I, I don't know if I can give you someone to punch. I'm pretty tired right now, but we can at least go find a cold beer. Sounds good. And it's at this point that Patina comes out of the house wearing Tychus's shirt. Boulder <laughs> looks over 
sees this and just watches her for a moment before turning back to you. A cool bitch. Um, roll it, roll insight. <laughs> oh, he's heartbroken. <laughs> okay. That must have been real quickie. <laughs> uh, that's plus three, so six. Oh, no, I know nothing. Oh, roll insight well. I got 23, I know. Okay. I, know, I know right away. Oh, six. And then she just she says something really like complimentary to Boulder just to get his ego back up. Be like, oh Boulder, there's nothing like you. <laughs> but Boulder, I also want to know. Tell me about your friends. I'm sorry you could not say so. It's okay. There were more my subordinates. It's a shame, but you know, stuff happens. That friends you had with you, uh, he turned into a warehouse, you know. Yeah. How long had he been with it? It happened after we were attacked by the nose, I think. You can get cursed from getting a no bite? Uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Boulder never change, and she, she just <laughs> gives a little quick cheek, a peck on his cheek. Okay. <laughs> Let's get a drink, shall we? Uh, actually, Scorch and I are gonna have a drink on our own. Oh, uh, far, far be it for me to stand. In no, the way of uh, no romance. Boys will be boys. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> After you two, she rages hands and smacks them both in the ass. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah, just Boulder doesn't seem to be uh, like it's more like hitting a piece of furniture as opposed to anything else, Patina. <laughs> but nevertheless. All right, right his way, bud. And so the two of you head off, and... Hi, listeners. This is Chris. I'm pausing the episode for a moment to let you know about something. There were some technical difficulties at this point, and about five minutes of the game were unfortunately lost. So I'm recording this message to bring you up to speed on what happened during that time. After Sorcha and Boulder headed off in search of a well-earned drink, Max looked around the camp for Nyssa, the gnomish inventor. When he found her, she was putting the finishing touches on her latest invention, a pair of goggles that could allow the user to see invisible objects and creatures for one hour. She had invented them so that the party could track the ghosts that had been appearing in High Hall. Max put the goggles on and activated them, eager to try them out. And this is where we go back to the game. Andrew, could I ask you for a perception check, please? Sure. My rolls are not going well today. Uh, perception. That's eight. 
Okay, so yeah, you look around. It's you're kind of trying to get used to looking at everything, like when it's all green and stuff. Uh, but yeah, you uh, yeah, it, these definitely seem like some neat goggles. So uh, yeah, you uh, and Nissa continues. Like I said, it only lasts for an hour, but uh, for that hour, n anything that's invisible is gonna be uh, yeah just about as uh, easy to see as if it was right in front of you. Exit. Now, will I be able to tell that it's invisible and not just like a regular person? Uh, yeah, like if yeah. Was um, basically, uh, I would have... just be like, think they're invisible. <laughs> um, you'll be able to tell it's invisible. It's got a, yeah, it'll have a weird effect around it. Very neat. Well, mm -hmm. thank you. I mean, yeah, it's... It's hard to fight ghosts, right? So I, oh, I don't yeah. really know how to do it, but uh, at least I'll be able to see him. Maybe he can reason with them. Exactly. There you go. All right. Well, we are as always in your debt, uh, dear Mitnissa. So thank you so much for your assistance. Oh, of course, dear. Anytime. I, I kind of just want to show these off to the rest of my group now. Okay. Have fun. <laughs> And, and so Max kind of scurries off like a small child. Okay, <laughs> then. <laughs> Look at this. So let's go over to Gwendolyn. Yes. So Gwen, you said, uh, what are you up to right now? Uh, I'm going to go see what Matt is painting. Okay. So I also don't trust him, so. All right. So you look over and you see that Matt um, actually has a couple of pots of paint nearby. And he has a brush and he seems to be like, you remember those big murals that were on the walls outside of the encampment and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's actually working on another one on the side of a nearby building. And it's of... Actually, um, it looks like he's started painting a Tyrannosaurus Rex, you think? Oh. With big purple scales and spikes <laughs> as it is rampaging through a horde of demons. Uh, I'm just like, what's going on? Oh, hey. Just, uh, well, after everything that went on, just thought I'd cool my head for a bit. This is uh, how I like to relax in my spare time. Hmm. What paints are you using? Oh, uh, let's see. If, um, uh, these ones are, uh, oil-based, I think. Okay. What yeah. colors do you got? Because I have a set of my own. You do? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, if you're looking to grab a brush and pull up, by all means, then. Uh, and so he kind of steps to one side, uh, letting you... So, yeah, are you going to join him in his work? Yes. Okay. So, um, are you going to paint your own thing, or are you going to add on to what he's doing? Uh, I will add on to what he's doing, and then maybe add my own details here and there. Okay, uh, roll me a d20 and add six to the result. Because that's your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom modifier. Oh, sorry, wrong way. <laughs> oh, what a roll. <laughs> I did amazing. You did. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> mm. 21 okay so yeah you um so yeah uh you decide to add on to what he's doing just 
adding in like bits of shading here and there. Um, uh, tell you what, if you want to, you can also put like yourself in the picture or Lulu or any of your teammates if you wanted to. Yeah, I could do that. And I'm also gonna use my, cause I have a, that special metallic paint, don't I? Um, you do have a magic paint that after you paint with it, um, it, whatever you paint uh, is made real for a short amount of time, mm. like objects and stuff. Okay, well that's already happened. I thought I had mm. also like just metallic paint mm. that was uh, like fancy. You can have some of that if you'd like, sure. Yeah. Just to give it sparkle. Oh, yeah. So you begin adding on to what he's doing, and yeah, uh, by the time, like, a couple minutes go by, and you're really adding to it, like, um, with everything you've included, like, this starts, like, it was already a pretty cool painting, but now it's extremely metal in all kinds of ways. <laughs> so, um, he's looking at this and I gotta say, you've got some major skills yourself. Hm, didn't know we had a fellow artist in the wings. Yeah, well, we all have our pastimes and hobbies, right? Hey, tell me about it. So, uh, what brings you to El Torel anyway? Before any kind of, you know, gestures up at the sky. Uh, on an errand run. What about you? Ugh, bad timing. Mm. Well, I mean, I've been working with Tychus for a number of years, and he asked me, or he talked to me a little while ago about what was going to happen, and I'm like, yeah, I'm free Thursday. That works for me. Hmm. Victim of circumstances, right? Eh, victims of circumstance. But to be honest, there are some people down here that I actually like and stuff like. Celeste and I, we grew up together, so I wanted to make sure that, you know, if anything was going to happen to her, I wanted to make sure she was okay. Right. And yeah, if you would like to, you can roll an insight check at this. Just, you said you didn't trust him, so... No. Do, do, do. I cannot get a read on this guy. Okay, so how do you... Tell you what, tell me how you feel about him, and I will say uh, how your opinion changes or stays the same. Um, well, I think it's just, like, A, Gwen doesn't trust most people. Fair. Anyways. So there's a bit of that, but also, like... I don't know, he just kind of, like, appeared out of nowhere, and even though he's sort of explained himself, she still feels like there's a lot more to the story. Okay. Like, um, he's leaving a lot of detail out. Intentionally. Um, yeah, honestly, you don't know about this guy. Like, there's just too much you don't know, and you think that... Yeah, maybe you need to spend a bit more time with him if you wanted to get a better read on him, but mm -hmm. for now, uh, yeah, he's a bit inscrutable. Right. Um. She'll try to play it at a different angle, which, sure. again, she has no social skills, but, uh, mm. uh, how long have you been painting 
oh, I've been doing this for years, basically. Like, ever, like, I actually grew up uh, over there. And he points behind you, like, across the square of where you all are. And you see that there's a building off to one side. And he says, that there's, um, well, basically, it's where all the orphans and the slums grew up and stuff. So, uh, Celeste and I, we, uh, and Laura, too, actually, the three of us grew up there. Okay. And, now he, uh, oh, I'm just, so he's like, like 20, 20, right? Or 21, you said? Yeah, he seems to be around the same age as Laura and Celeste, actually. For an elf, he's like a little embryo. Well, um, he's a, he's a half elf. Oh, okay. Well, still, they live pretty long. They do. So, still. Um, I will say that as an elf, you know that elves, like, physically age at about the same rate that humans do. Mm -hmm. But it's like at different ages, you're considered an adult. So, if he looks 21, and if he said he grew up with Laura and Celeste, then, I mean, yeah, it's not like that suspicious. That checks out. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, he's got a whole life ahead of him yeah oh yeah half elf how was it like growing up there uh it was well it wasn't great i mean you know there's a lot of shitty things that can go on in this neighborhood but the people who ran the place they were decent uh, you know, like they made sure that we all got our beds, we got a decent amount of food, but mm. uh, it wasn't easy at times, I'll say that. Can't imagine. Hmm. Yeah. How, yeah, how about you? What's your story? Grew up in a monastery. And at this, he turns to you like he looks visibly impressed. Oh, like, uh, so you're a, a priest or something? Uh, it, is anything on fire nearby with, like, with a little flicker of, fa- of like, flames? Um, yeah, there's a torch. Okay, so she's just gonna do, like, control flame and sort of, like, play with the flames around, like, her hand and sort of, like, mm. shoot them back and forth and just, and uh, she's like, uh, something like that. And he's just, like... Right, I remember you were using some uh, interesting magics and stuff back in the fight against the gnolls, but, uh, okay, so, uh, you got your tricks. That's pretty fucking cool, actually. It has its advantages, that is for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, tell you what, um, I mean, all these walls around here are kind of, you know, free territory and all that, so... If you ever, if you decide with your friends you want to hang around here and you want to do some more painting, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all yours. Good to know. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, no worries. If you're, also, if you're running low on, yeah, I think you're running low on your blues. Give me one sec. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out, like, a tube of paint. Mm. Uh, tell you what, you mix this up with a bit of liquid, then, uh, yeah, should get you another pot's worth, I think. Oh. Uh, she takes it. Thank you. Honestly, it's pretty hard to find, uh, you know, decent artists here in El Terrell these days, so, you know. But given what you did to, uh, helping me out with mine, I figured, hey, might as well return the favor. She just kind of, like, nods. <laughs> All right. And are you gonna just continue working with him on some stuff here? 
Yes, but is Lulu hanging out with us, or has she done her? Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, oh, okay. She's yeah, she's watching the both of you paint. Mm. Um. Hey, Lily, you want to add something? Oh, okay. And so, yeah, by all means, this is a community project, little one. And so he hands her a paintbrush, which she takes in her trunk. And uh, yeah, she just begins like, hmm. And some clouds. Ooh. And uh, yeah, she begins making some white, fluffy clouds above everything. (laughs) And you can see that Matt's starting to look just like, you know that feeling when you know, it is technically for everybody, so you're happy to let other people pitch in, but as she's, yeah, starting to paint light, you can tell he's like, ooh, why'd she have to put a cloud there? So, uh, yeah. So he's just kind of watching her with a bit of a pained smile as she begins uh, drawing a happy face on the cloud. And, okay, uh, is there... This is not another happy face. No. <laughs> Bless Lulu, she's so cute. Yeah. So, Adriel, how about yourself? So, Adriel had an idea of just going to go take a break to get some air, but he bumped into Sweet Mystery. And, okay, so, <laughs> seeing that Sweet Mystery is sort of hanging around, like, he's kind of lounging on a nearby crate. He's got a toothpick and he's cleaning between his teeth. Then he sees you and well, hello, Chosen. How you doing, man? It's been some time since I last seen you and the rest of those motherfuckers. Oh, hey. Hey, Sweet Mystery. Uh, yeah, hey. it's been a while. Hey, my man. And he holds out his hand for a fist bump. Uh, Adriel fist bumps it. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Sweet immediately goes into, like, this complicated handshake. Like, okay, now hold your hand up. Yeah, like okay. that. He slaps uh-huh. it back and forth. And so, All right. okay, now up. Down, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. and do the boogie. Okay, round the horse. There you go, and scoot it, shoot it, kaboot yeah. it. Ooh, there you go. Man, my man. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so yeah, what uh, what brings you here? Uh, what what brought you here? Well, um, I mean, the folks in High Hall were a uh, little rich for my palate, you might say. Like, you uh, know, it's good for the money, but for the company, left something to be desired. So, after hearing that some folks were coming down here to the slums of El Terrell, I decided, you know what? I should be amongst my own people. And wouldn't you know it, there are a lot of folks down there to make this a worthwhile venture for Enterprise. You know, people need things. I love money. This stuff just has a way of working itself out. Yeah. Yeah, actually, nah. It's good that I bumped into you. I oh. see later on tonight. I got a, a I got a, a date with a lady. Oh, and, uh, my man. Yeah. Uh, hey. So what do you need, player? Hmm? What can I help you with in your romantic adventure? Uh, well, I mean, I um. Don't know. I mean, I I was thinking. I, I obviously I don't want to show up empty-handed. Oh, so of course I, not. I, yeah. So just I, what do you have in your stock? Ooh, for ladies. Well, let's see. Flowers, little tough to come by right now, and you know, considering the yeah. climate and everything like that. <laughs> but if you're looking for some, and he reaches into his coat and pulls out. Tell you what, box of some of the fanciest chocolates that El Terrell has to offer these days. Wait, wait, wait. Are they gonna taste like chocolates or are they gonna taste really bad? 
I will tell you what, sometimes it's the thought that counts, am I <laughs> right, my man? Hey. I guess so, yeah. Um, do you have any jewelry on you? Looking for something to make it sparkle. Hmm, okay, well. Man, like a, a ring or something? Uh, you know, if you don't have a ring, that's fine. And he immediately, like, reaches into his bag and pulls out a handful of rings. Oh. Here you go, tell you what. Um, all of these are each worth a gold piece. You just take one you like and it's all yours, okay, my man? <laughs> uh, right. Um, you know, any of these rings you think could potentially, you know, be a, like an engagement ring, you know? Ooh, man, you work fast, don't you? Well, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Hey, well, um. How about this one? And uh, describe to me the ring you see before you, Adriel. <laughs> Give me a second. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So it is a beautiful silver ring that has uh, like um, a blue gem in the middle with like two uh, like diamonds on either side, and it. Like the rings, uh, it's like, uh, how do I describe it? It's not like, it has like um, a crisscross shape, kind of like vines. It looks like it's like vines going around. Do you know what mm. I mean? Something like that. Oh, you have a discerning eye, buddy. Very nice. Yeah. This is a really nice ring, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love to purchase this. Hey, it'll make your lady very happy. Here you go, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'll give it to her now. I'm just, you know, um, I have one. Of course. Hey, you take things in your own time. Yeah. So. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, right? So I just, uh, recent revelations have mm. uh, made me rethink a lot about stuff. I get it. Hey, this is a scary time. People, uh, you know, doing what they can to enjoy themselves before whatever happens next. Life's short, you know? Yeah. Also, I just remembered <laughs> back a while back when we when you were at the uh, high hall, I asked yeah. you if you had like a, a sort of like a moon pendant or something. I was looking for something like that. Mm, well, let me think. Um, to quickly check, Adriel, um, do you have anything from your mother regarding a pendant or anything like that? No, I think so. It was back, back a while back. Adriel, Adriel was looking for something that it was from his mother. It was like a sun pendant, right. but there was also like he was thinking of his cousin Lux. So he was thinking of also giving him a gift of like a uh -huh. pendant or something. Yeah, that was kind of where his thought was. So well, I'll tell you what, I was looking around for a couple pendants that might be what you're looking for. And I did actually find a couple of necklaces with magical properties. And I did have a little bit of a commission with a, you know, I got the blacksmith to remake them a little bit. So here you go. And oh. you see that there are two pendants, one of them a sun, the other a moon that seem to be silver. Yes, that's exactly what I was looking for. Uh -huh, but they got a special property. If uh, two people wear these, then uh, basically they will be able to communicate with each other telepathically, so long as they're within 60 feet of each other. Ooh, this is great. This is going to come in handy. 
Useful, huh? Yeah. Very useful. Man, you got everything, Mystery. Oh, you know me, man. Uh, hey, I'm just the supply. The demand is high, but I'm always happy to serve. Yeah, you always deliver. Well, thank you so much. How yeah. much would you want for these? For these items here, these will be, uh... Yeah, 4,500 gold pieces. 4,500. Oh, I might not have enough. Do I have oh, man, that's a shame. I'm sorry. Uh, how about for one? Just one of them, for now. Well, I mean, it's kind of a box set. Like, if you purchase one of them, then, like, the other one, I wouldn't be able to sell it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Well, that's a shame. It would have come really handy for us. Uh, mm. You know, we're having to battle the demons and stuff. You know, it could yeah. potentially be something that we could use and could help save everyone's lives. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's too expensive, so I can't really afford it right now. Roll so. a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Killed him. I will try. Nope, it's not working. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, good news, man. You. I'll Can I do the right? puppy eyes? <laughs> you just go that ahead. Yeah. Sure. So your eyes go very big and very uh full of tears and he's just oh hey hey man look, look. i mean it's okay you know it's fine i mean one of the, the necklace looks reminds me of my mom that i i, oh, I kind of so... lost it's fine you know well, i lost don't work. hey okay. hey buddy listen listen <clears throat> yeah. it'll still be here so you can get the money at any time and come on back okay all right you promise you're not gonna sell those to anyone else hey man and he uh, holds up a hand Solemn oath, man. These are gonna be yours, so pr provided you have the funds to afford. Alright, I'll hold you to that promise, mystery. Alright, hey. Anything for you, my man. Thanks for the ring, though. <laughs> oh, no worries. Good luck with your lady friend. Yeah, hope things go well tonight. Um, but, alright, I'll Ooh. let you go. Uh, thanks. I'm just, Absolutely. Uh, yep. Good luck, player. Thanks, uh, sir. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Angel walks away. <laughs> okay. Pocketing the ring. <laughs> All right. So please tell oh. me someone saw that. Um. Well, um tell you what, Patina, if you're nearby, you could have seen that if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, him buying a ring? Yeah, yeah she, you saw that. I saw that, but I don't know, I'm not gonna tell, I, this is, this is, I'll, I'll talk to him later, I don't know. Okay. Did he get chocolates as well, or just a ring? I think just the ring, just because... The ring. I'm just noting it down. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I will be. Yeah, I have no idea what to do with that. <laughs> That's too much. Puppy, <laughs> <laughs> I just puppy eyes don't work all the time. Oh, the haggle is terrible. I have so much to teach him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then uh, yeah, I'll, I know, I know. Yeah, I'll just yeah. 
whoever wants to go next. Go for it. Okay, I think that actually leads us back around to Lux. So a little bit of time has gone by, and yeah, so after conducting the ritual, um, tell me what, uh, just roll me a religion check, please. Okay. I can't guide it myself first. Mm. Can I or can I not? I haven't rolled uh, yet. Guidance? I'm not sure if guidance works on yourself. Just a sec. Yeah, it does. Any any willing creature. So Okay, I so I guess them. you yourself count, so you can add a d4 to that. Let's roll. Oh, I might not need I mean, like, I will roll it anyway, but I rolled natural 19 plus 0, so it's 19, but... Hey, roll the d4. That's a one. So, dirty 20. Okay. So with the dirty 20 Lux, a calm seems to spread over this area of land as there is a low, almost cool wind that rustles the branches on the trees. And a thin beam of moonlight appears on the ground before you, slowly expanding until it begins to illuminate and engulf this entire tech city block. And as everyone, all of these people look around in awe, there is a sensation of calm and etherealness and almost the smell of the forest on a moonlit starry night. As everybody here looks around in awe and the light fades away, but as it does so, you have a feeling that, yeah, this worked. And there, yeah, you're guessing that you did everything correctly and the ritual was a success, and this place is now a sanctuary, warded against uh, devils and demons. Before I wrap up the everything that I pulled out for the ritual, I'm gonna just take like a moment to pray to Saluna to give my thanks. Okay. Um, and then just gonna wrap everything up. Uh, little moonstones that I usually put down for any rituals as well, and just uh, packing them back, just remembering, like having all of the gemstones from. Uh, my matter, so just mm -hmm. like thinking of her as well as yeah. you know, that's, that's also very fresh with the recent situation, mm -hmm. so it's you... like the amul amulet from her on my chest and just like, get up and look around to see where my companions are. Yeah, you take a moment to think of your mother, not sure where her body is, but it hangs over you as you Take a deep breath and look around for the rest of your uh, companions and friends. So I will say at this point that maybe a number of you can come back together, but I'll say that Sorcha, you head off with Boulder, taking a look around the camp, and um, after speaking to a fellow who's apparently the quartermaster, uh, and after actually 
speaking to him for a bit, you're able to get a pair of, yeah, a couple mugs of some thin, watery ale that's not of good quality, but, you know, rations being what they are, uh, it's serviceable alcohol. Dear sweet alcohol. Yeah, nothing like a nice beer at the end of a long day. So, and uh, Boulder uh, takes a swig, then just... <sighs> so, Scorcher, what are your thoughts on everything that, uh, you know, was revealed? What with all the guys in the church and stuff? I have to say, I've never fully trusted anyone in a position of authority, so... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Maybe this is just confirmation bias, but uh, I'm not super surprised. At... Everybody's always in it for themselves. That's how the world works. <laughs> Wouldn't you know, hey, Boulder? Yeah, I am what I am. <laughs> hey, but it's kept me alive so far. And tell you what, um, Sorcha, make me an insight check with advantage. Okay. Let's see. Hey, not 20. <laughs> As he says this, I, you know, like, I am what I am. You think back to all of the times where Boulder has done something for himself in the Flaming Fist. Like, going beyond beating up people, you know, and, you know, turning blind eyes to criminals for a cut of the profit, or, you know, harassing shop owners for extra protection money. You do think of what he just said, that everybody's only in it for himself. That's been his way of thinking all this time. And the fact is, you know that Boulder only ever puts himself first. And with this revelation that the people in High Hall, that there are some bad people in charge at High Hall, that they have a lot of power, you can't help but think, now that Boulder knows this, what is he planning from here? And how can you be sure that you can trust him. Great. Well, well, what about you? You surprised? Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's got their share of dirty laundry, but, you know, for it to be this bad, yeah, it's a bit of a surprise, I'll say that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do now that uh, your squad is uh, gone? Well, Sorry, we I'll have to go back, talk to older about it. You know, just make sure the big guy's okay. And uh, yeah, you think that with your insight check, the way he's saying this, like. No, he's evaluating his circumstances, and currently he's, like, weighing the different parties in his mind to see who's the most likely to succeed, so that he can throw in his lot with them to survive, or even better yet, thrive. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> Great. Okay. Uh. <laughs> God, okay. Um. How about you, Scorcher? You thinking, uh, well, just considering the situation and all that, you know. Well, I'd, like, I'd still like very much to be able to work with you. I mean, you guys saved my life back there, and I do appreciate it, man. We stick together, you and me, you know. Yeah. We'll be I able mean, to make sure that the other one's okay. That that sounds great, you know. I, I think we'd be glad to have you. Uh, with uh, things as they are, knowing what we know you know it's it's good good to stick together absolutely yeah i'm gonna wait for a little bit probably you know uh they're talking about making a possible alliance but that was before you know we found out so we're gonna see what goes on but uh yeah here's hoping that things go well for yeah. You take, yeah, just, uh, I'll be heading back to High Hall if everyone's okay with it. Once I've read it up a bit, talk to Older about stuff, make sure that, uh, nothing bad happens to you. Shit. Okay, um. Hey, hey, Boulder. How's yeah. your uh, your beer? Is it ashy? Yeah, tastes pretty lousy to be honest, but it is what it is. So long as it gets me drunk, I think I can live with that. Okay. Um. While he's responding, and yes. maybe looking down at his beer. Yes. Um. I'm gonna try and hit him in the back of the head and knock him out. <laughs> okay. Um, with just an unarmed melee attack? Uh, I want to use, like, the butt of my dagger. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, this is a dagger, so this is gonna be first roll a melee attack with advantage. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Okay, all right. 19, okay. That's a hit. So next, roll me... Um, I'll say enough time has gone by that you're back in your fire genasi form, so roll me 1d4 and add 4 to the result. Okay. That would be 5. Okay, four, so, you, sorry. so you deal him 5 points of non-lethal damage. So, um, as he's talking, you quickly draw your dagger and gripping it uh, so that you are striking pommel first, you whack him across the back of the head and he staggers, just turns around, looks at you, narrows his eyes. Uh, fucking shame, Scorcher. <laughs> uh, I always liked you. And... 
At, and so what happens next is as he's preparing to come to blows, suddenly a lot of the guards that are nearby, like, you know, the various members of the militia who are standing watching stuff, uh, they come running over and one of them just starts starts shouting, hey, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Wait, what's going on? And so, hey, you, you tell me, man, this guy attacked me. Ow! And I will say that the rest of the party hears this commotion going. <laughs> He's, he's about to betray us. What? Hey, come on. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, we're all on the same side here, right? I'm sorry, Boulder. And, okay, so, tell you what. I'm gonna need you to make me a persuasion check. Fuck. And... <laughs> I have a negative one to persuasion. This is fine. Can I, can I assist Sorcha? <laughs> if it helps, Boulder, because he's a member of the Flaming Fist, um, he is already rolling with disadvantage on his deception check. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Max has thus far only gotten halfway. He's he's leading on the tree. Okay. <laughs> Why are we all running? Uh, if there's any confusion... With the blessing from my goddess, we can't get the truth tomorrow morning. Okay. Oh. So, okay, Sorcha, roll with advantage, please. So, roll again. The same roll. A twelve. <laughs> can I? Can I try to like hold on to Boulder? Like grab him. Um. <laughs> sure. And so. <laughs> So, um, actually, uh, you step forward, Adriel, but, um, are you gonna try and grapple him? Why not? <laughs> okay, roll me a melee attack check for grappling, please. Okay. With my plus seven, or just 1d20? Um, with your 1d20. Okay. Okay, well, all right. So you actually get behind Boulder and uh, yeah, you just uh, grab him. Like uh, you're just, gra um, how are you grappling him exactly? I'll grab, like I'll like grab both of his shoulders and try to like hold him there. Okay, so hey, hey, what's going on? And so the other guards have also come over and like a few of them have stepped between uh, Boulder and Sorcha. And as you say the Sorcha, Tychus has also come out of the building he was in. He's wearing a new shirt, interestingly enough. But anyway, um, as he sees everything going on... I literally look at him in the daggers and shake his my head and be like... I'm like... Eh? <laughs> Sorcha's saying that you're going to betray us, so you're not going anywhere until you explain what's going on. Hey, look, I don't know what anyone's talking about. The one second we were just having some drinks, and then Sorcha hits me in the back of the head. So if, as you're saying, uh, this is all false, then you won't mind for us to wait with this issue tomorrow till tomorrow morning, till I can cast the zone of truth, and then we'll know for sure that whatever anybody's saying is truth. Then you will prove that Sorcha is lying. Correct? Yeah, tell you, uh, tell or are you, you the one lying? Yeah, no, 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 we can, um, tell you what, Lux, you can roll insight for this. Tell you what, anybody here can roll insight if they'd like. So you know, 
the DC is 13. <laughs> Perfect. Max, Lux, you get the feeling that this guy wants to get out of here and get back to High Hall because he has no intention of returning. Yep. Oh, and yeah, you, get yeah, this, you get this feeling as well, Patina. Yeah, I think it... Honestly, I mean, if we're waiting till morning, we gotta keep him under, like, local key or something, because he's gonna make a dash for it. Yeah, I it's think a good thing he's not a dinosaur anymore. Patina, can you turn him into a weasel for a little bit? Adriel, <laughs> do you have... <laughs> or another dinosaur? Can he be a di Well, no, actually. No, no. That's no, no, go ahead. Turn him into a dinosaur. No, a little one. tiny one. A little no. tiny one. Adriel, no. Adriel, unless you're going to bestow the same power onto you, are you able to maybe do it today? So we do not have to wait till morning. Uh, let me check. I do have... Uh, I don't know if I can do it again. That's so mm -hmm. not true. We hope you have a slot, then you can. Let's so. see. Oh, it's a second. No, I don't have any more slots for second. Le it's a second level spell. So, I've already casted it. I'm just gonna look really sad and bolder. Like, bolder, you would betray us? Oh, yeah, yeah, we, no, yeah. Patina's like a better than Zone of Truth. Yeah, Patina, go ahead. It's like, Boulder, Boulder, why would you do this? Patina, You would not help these innocent people. Can Adriel like secretly signal Tychus to get behind Boulder and like hit him in the head? Knock him out? Um, you just give Tychus a look, Adriel, and he just nods and comes over. And he just gestures for you, Adriel, to take a step back as he steps forward and... Sure. Uh, yeah, he takes some rope and he begins binding Boulder's hands behind his back. Frankly, we've been doing giving you a lot of unwarranted trust by allowing you in here. So I think maybe the best thing to do is we wait until tomorrow. If you're someone who can be trusted and if we can ensure that the ritual's done correctly and that everything's okay, we'll apologize then. But until then, given what you know, I think it's best that we keep an eye on you for now. And Boulder is just uh, dead quiet, uh, just glaring around at all of you, but his eyes linger on you, Sorcha. All right, then. Whatever needs to happen, it's gonna happen. And so with that, um, Tychus gives a motion, and uh, two guys step forward, uh, take Boulder, and walk him over to what you presume is a building where, if there's anybody who needs to be kept prisoner, that's where they're kept. And then Tychus looks over at you, Sorcha. I'm going to ask you not to start anything like that again while you're here. Of course. If there's any doubt as to my honesty, I would be fine. You feel you need to tie me up as well? That's not necessary, but we will be keeping an eye on you. I hope you understand. Okay. <laughs> Damn. 
And yeah, Tychus is just rubbing at his brow, clearly just looking like, you know, he's had so much shit for one day and it just, you know, so much just keeps getting added to the pile. So, all right, well, from here on, what's the plan for the rest of you? Are you going to be staying here or are you going to be going back to somewhere else? And Adriel, I will remind you, you did organize a chance to meet up with Amaryllis yep. later tonight at your place. Yeah, yeah. So I'll let's just tell Tychus. I got some plans uh, later on tonight. Uh, personal plans. So I'll be uh, leaving uh, hmm. before then. Alright. Do any of you need an escort back to the other side of town just to ensure you've been through a lot today and I just want to make sure that all of you are you know, stay healthy on your way back over. Should should we really leave before Boulder's dealt with? I mean, I think I I don't need an escort if I can be a dinosaur again. Other than that, yeah, I probably do because I can't really do much right now. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, running across the room is about as much as I'm able to do today. I don't know if any of us really are at our um, full strength at the moment. Yeah, I could, I could really use a nap. I think a long rest here, if that is all right. It's and more than fine. I hope more than fine is good. Uh, and yes, uh, yeah, and and Adriel will go and take care of his personal business yep with the All ring right. he bought what uh, sorry what what no what? uh uh oh you know what i uh think i adriel. forgot adriel why are you lying uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did you know <laughs> i saw you adriel sorry i shouldn't be so loud uh, 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 we will talk about this later it was just... anyways let's... <laughs> actually before you head off paladin yeah. perhaps we could all talk about what the plans are for what happens next oh right uh right uh yeah that, that's a good that's good yeah we should do that sure all right, so, uh, right, over here, please. And so with that, uh, Tychus begins heading back towards the building where all of you had spoken earlier. And are you folks going to follow? Yep, yep. Okay. So inside, yeah, it seems to be exactly the same way as it was before. Tychus is sitting down and uh yeah Kirog is back with him as well as Matt and the three of them wait for all of you to come in and as Tychus looks over all of you so given what we've talked about before I just wanted to confirm a few things mainly now that we all understand what's going on with High Hall I think it's best to talk about what your plan is from here. Right. Well, you know, obviously what I said about the truce uh, between us and the people at High Hall will probably not fly right now because of the conspiracy of uh, and the uh, 
corruption that's going on there. So, or potential corruption that's going on there. So, uh, the art- isn't it better for us to keep that the fact that we know of that on a down low? I mean, keep your enemies closer, correct? Yeah, yeah, no, no. We like we, we shouldn't there. we shouldn't reveal that we know the truth. But remember, there are some people there that we should get out of there specifically. Um, um, the prophet, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Amara, was it? Dara. 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 <laughs> uh, Dara, uh, who's the uh, High Priestess of Ilmater. Uh, we should get her out of there. For sure. Are you sure you can trust her? 100%. She's a chosen one, just like us. And she's actually the person, the right person to be able to hold on to the Tome of the Resolute, so... Yeah. Mm. Alright. And right. I think... A question you all need to ask yourselves right now is is there anyone else you are certain you can trust well it could be I mean in the hell writers other than Celeste there's also um, someone uh, one second I'm just looking it up give you a second <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, Nissa's You got me here. these cool goggles. Uh, uh yeah, I, I trust uh, Anthar Froom. He, we've, we've been, we've, we've, you know, we've done battle together. We've been. He's a hell, another hell writer, but he's he has a good heart. He's a good guy. I, I don't think he's in on any of this. Uh, your dad seemed like a nice dude. <laughs> oh, my dad. I don't think my dad has anything to do with this. I hope I would hope I would hope not, uh, but I don't. I know my dad. He he, he doesn't have anything to do with this. Uh, but yeah, people I suspect uh, I, for sure the bishop Isaac Rothwood. He's the number one guy we should all be suspicious of. I'm sure he is even worse than Darius Heavenstorm. So yeah, number one guy on my suspect list for sure. Hmm. And I say this. Because it's true, and not because I have other reasons to hate him. <clears throat> Surely. What do you think, Lux? Oh no, he's a piece of shit, so either way, I wouldn't trust him, regardless of what... We don't even have to do a trial for him, we can just put him, you know, just leave him out there for the devils and demons to get him. Feed him, feed him, feed him punishment I mean, for... overall, I feel like we don't we should not just, you know, walk around like revealing all that we know to I don't know, anybody right now, considering that we don't know. Well how are we gonna how are we gonna get the priestess out of there, like without arrest and suspicion? That's you you bring up a good point. We don't wanna raise well, up suspicion. We can we can how did it take how much did it take for us how instantaneous or time Consuming was the ritual that, or, or that the, the magic that allowed us to move from, you know, down down in the, the surface of the Avernus back to High Hall. Uh, that can be like a backup plan in case we can't sneak her out uh, any other way. We might be able to just band together once again and then find another spot, you know, the next day, like a safe. I don't know. Here is safe. I'm, I'm assuming the magic maybe 
would be able to allow us to choose where we come back, or is it not? I I'm not sure. Are you talking about the, the stones that we use, like the the, the transportation? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure how those work. I think there is a it, I'm not that familiar with it. Hmm? There's there's a circle at the at the at the top floor of High Hall that is mm -hmm. where it's connected and if we use it again it'll take us back to Avernus but the the next day we can use it to go back to but also I could invisible the prophet and we could just go out with the invisible prophet and we don't need to worry about them catching Someone could distract, someone could do a distraction while we... So yeah, you do that, Patina. Turn Dar oh. invisible. That, that's like a... And while, and while the prophet's invisible, I can still see him because of these cool goggles. Oh. So I have oh. Oh, oh man, what are those? It's not super useful at the moment, but yeah. At the moment, if any of you were invisible right now, I'd be able to tell. Nice! Yeah, and this is game for me. Oh, anyway, sorry, so nice. there's uh, material to the rest. Yeah, let's save the people, and then uh, big scale, we need to figure out either if we want to try to uh, fight the big devil lady, or um, find the parts, maybe, to get visions for uh, yeah. so that um, we can figure out where she might be hiding um, the other half I've... for the contract instead. Have we gotten any parts as, as of yet from our travels? I know we went yes. to the we docks, got, right? Yeah. We got two things. Oh, two things, okay. Awesome. Actually, yeah, so you we... only have one thing at the moment. Okay. Uh, the Astral Pistons. Oh. And you still have three more parts that you need to get. Oh, yeah, gosh. so we can help Lulu out there. Okay, that so might help us figure out... Because, I mean, I assume we'd be able to find um, the most powerful person in on, in, on Hell, in Avernus. But <laughs> we might not be able to fight her right away. I don't know if we... Yeah, I don't know if we are ready to confront her like Sariel right away but yeah. I think we so should figure out where with... she's hiding yeah and yeah. also continue yeah, with the uh, search in the parts uh, sorry Sorcha you were saying uh, I was just saying yeah gathering information sounds sounds wise the more you know about the monsters you hunt the easier it is to hunt them and we do need to I know that we've got all things going on but I think it's very important for us. I think we've been getting, for good reasons, but we have been getting distracted with everything else going on. And at the end of the day, if we can get to those memories and get the information, you know, saving the city will resolve a lot of our own problems as well. Yeah. And I think it's just a time to remind ourselves that that's must might have to be the number one priority, even if it's inconvenient for yeah. other reasons. I mean, I think it's always been, but yes, you're right. We should uh, refocus. Um, I think coming back, you know, some things sh might have shifted for a little bit, but I think, uh, yeah, we all know now that we need to refocus on this. So, um, yeah, once I'm done with what I need to do tonight, 100% not looking back and focus on this so yeah, i think i think after this little meeting maybe you can elaborate a little bit to me about what exactly it is that you're going to do she's yeah Tina's behind just you mouthing know what's ring. gonna happen <laughs> she's like <laughs> mouthing ring to everyone and point to asia ring <laughs> all right some sort of 
ring? Are you getting married? I, I don't know. Is I don't know what Patina's talking about. But also, we uh, to help the people up here in high, uh, in uh, Avernus, I was thinking uh, if when we go back to High Hall, we could make a copy of the Tome Resolute so both places could have one. I wonder if maybe Lux and, and Gwen, you could work together and paint a copy. Like a forgery? A forgery? I'm down for that, Gwen, if you're... Yeah, I can do that. Time. Yeah, that works. I mean, my only concern is that they might... I don't know what all other skills are in knowing that uh, Isaac has some as a as his position uh, entails that he would be able with some with magic detect that it's a forgery and then they will obviously know that what we know so I I'm don't, not sure if, yeah don't if trust him perhaps pretending that we have not found it might be easier to pull also, off also your brother is still there right with uh, winter yeah I have uh, I have my thoughts on that okay I'm just yeah concerned you know maybe it's best i don't know if you, if you still want him there but i can uh, sorry quick quick out of the game uh, just because it's been a, a break uh, yeah. i did leave the the sending stone with him right mm -hmm. yes you okay. did actually so back in character uh i do have a way to communicate with him today uh discreetly do you want to tell so him to just head he... to my place He's don't get me wrong. He's good. He taught me a lot about the sword, but he's a one person. If he leaves the the, the eye hole, first of all, I'm not sure if they're gonna just let him leave. If he's just like, oh yeah, I'm just decided to leave on my own for no reason. But also, oh, no. he's just a, he doesn't have the skills that we have, and he's not gonna survive that trip on his own. I do have right something in mind, but. Or I mean, I'm just I'm just asking because do we want to have an inside person? Okay, so if he's there on the inside, he can maybe help provide information for us on what's happening at High Hall. Because do we really want to take all of our eyes out of High Hall as well? Right? You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be yes, useful just, to have. Yeah. Yeah. Just food for thought. I know you have good ideas and you have your own plans, so just. I know how to get him to safety, but you're bringing up a good point, and it's just something I would ideally want to sleep on, because I feel yeah. like it's one of those, like, oh, greater good, or your family member, which, No, 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 you know, like, you know, sleep on point. it, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong, I think having additional set of eyes there would be fantastic, I just wonder how informed he should be what is smart for him to know or not because mm -hmm. if he's our eyes there then he would need to know what to look for so i'm trying to think of like how to phrase it so he doesn't know too much so you know in case yep. they figure out that he's listening on their conversation that he cannot give too much information about what we know but also like what would be useful for him to know is just yeah if anybody has ideas about how to handle that that's fantastic but that's definitely something we should probably think on a little bit what would be the most strategic way 
to handle that. Yeah, I don't think we should come up with like all of our decisions right now. I think we can just use this time to brainstorm a little bit and then, you know, take whatever other time we need to think things through and make sure that ultimately tomorrow the decision we come come with is uh, one that we thought of clearly and we are, you know, comfortable with. So, yeah, no, just, you know, just trying to think about it in all different ways, right? Um, also, there's no confirmation if older Ravengard is also in on this or not. He came from Baldur's Gate. You know, he's the leader of the Flaming Fist. Boulder seemed like he was going to betray us from what Sorcha said. So I'm very doubtful for... I'm doubting a lot of people. So, yeah. To, uh, I guess, clarify on what was happening over there. Boulder was alluding to the fact that he was going to switch sides. He, I've known him for a while and he <laughs> he always tends to look out for himself um, uh, above anyone else which includes you know choosing what he thinks is the winning side and, uh, made it pretty clear that he didn't think the winning side was us so, uh, Saved his life. Well, sorry uh, for getting a little vigilante there. Um, I just didn't want to let him leave. No, I think you did oh, the right no, thing. I would do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't blame yourself. You did the right thing. I mean, you know, you acted with your heart. So, yeah. Do you have any ideas, Max? <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the glasses, the goggles thing, the, those are good ideas. Do you have any other ideas? Um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, we're very trusting. I know because I'm very trusting. Um, so it appears like we're surrounded by people who may or may not be spies. So um, my suggestion is that you all stop me from making more friends for the little short while, I guess. <laughs> uh, Maybe sure. possibly succubuses too. I'm beginning to think they may have not had my best interests at Yeah, all. I would say stay away from them, you know. I know they're really beautiful and all, but just, you know, they're just... There's more t to life than that, so just kind of keep your eye on. Yeah. You know, focus on your music. Focus on your music. Right. And your, yeah. oh, yes. you know, your found family. But the, yeah, your the people. That's that... fair. Speaking of which, yes, let's go <laughs> save the folks that we want to save from over there. Yeah. And then uh, I think we should, yeah, we should try to help Ludu find some memories. Yeah. So the plan is after tomorrow morning, we will go ahead to High Hall. To recover the profits and plan. Are we gonna do the the the? Do we need to even do the ritual for tomorrow? No, no. Tomorrow? I I didn't remember how exactly that worked, but considering that it's already out of the hideout, then that doesn't help us in any way. Okay. Um. 
We just need to get her. Well, ideally here, because I guess this is the the. Well, our group. There is, well, there isn't a great place. It's just better than the High Hall. Yeah. So, are we all going as a group, or we're we just gonna send a, uh, just a, a select few to go into that infiltration mission and come back with Adriel? Uh... Adriel, I know we haven't been friends that long, <gasps> but I'm pretty sure that by now you must have learned. That we don't split the party. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I agree. I don't want to do that. I'm just asking. <laughs> so it's a no. It's a no. We're doing it together. That's fine. That makes sense. And we've, I'm good with that. Yeah. It's good. It's good to know, Sorcha, that you consider Adriel your friend. That's I really mean, reassuring. I just meant party member. I, I mean. Uh, you said friend. I've heard it. This colleague. is not the first time the I've word heard I said that. Colleague, I believe. Okay. Well, I mean, I consider you a friend. <laughs> a really good friend. But, you know, it's fine. You know, if you don't consider me a friend, it's all good. You know, we're good. It's fine. Whoa. I'm just gonna, you know... Uh, yeah. Just take on Adriel on this if you don't consider me a friend, it's all good. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. I mean, it's fine, you know? <laughs> Who needs friends, right? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna just, I need Wait, to, uh... I've inside how buttered Adriel is. Adriel <laughs> 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 so starts to pout a little bit. <laughs> like, visibly pout. This avoiding eye contact with Sorcha. <laughs> avoiding eye contact with Sorcha, cl cr cr crossing his arms. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. I'm just, you know, it's fine. Oh you know, God. there's a lot of truths being revealed. I guess I, uh, I was wrong about a lot of things. You know, I, I could be wrong about, you know, my friendship with Sorcha, and you know, <laughs> looking at Sorcha, looking for any reaction, any shift in emotion, anything, reading anything of Sorcha's face in response to what Adriel is saying right now. Um, Sorcha refuses to make any eye contact. However, his cloak is billowing very dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> Adriel is trying to avoid just, uh, looking at the cloak because he thinks it's really cool. So, But he ever once in a while, his eyes will like shift to the cloak because he thinks it looks really cool on Sorcha and it's a cool cloak and he kind of wants that too. <laughs> he wants the cloak, a similar cloak, but it's fine. <laughs> Still bothered though by Sorcha. He's definitely bothered by Sorcha saying he doesn't. He's just we're just comrades. He he's like, oh, I thought we were friends. That hurts. <laughs> why, bro? Why? <laughs> I was gonna ask. Are we gonna do the Stone of Truth tomorrow? That's what's also another question. Are we still gonna do it? Even though we. I think we've kind of already are leaning towards the fact that Boulder is uh, gonna switch sides, right? We all trust Sorcha. I still trust Sorcha, even though Sorcha doesn't consider Adriel a friend, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we are leaving uh, after we get the girl to safety, so I'm not gonna tell people here what to do with the dude being in prison or not. I think he should be in prison. I think that he's a piece of trash, so, you know, like, that's my personal opinion. It's up to them. Um, 
Hydro, if we're both capable of performing that ritual, yeah. um, I was wondering if there's any chance that you would be able to take that on as I am having hints, having just feelings about what I might need to prepare for a journey forward, and I'm not sure if I would be able to include that in my um, so, bag of tricks for following I day. I do have the Zone of Truth spell, but like it, it's a second level spell so like if i do get like a some the slots back then yeah i can use the zone of truth uh to to do it so because i'm out of it so, right now so yeah yeah so i mean tomorrow morning then yeah i mean if people that just hear toss to be like oh good you can go you don't need to do it then like i'm down for not using our resources but if as we discussed i uh, suggested if we want to follow through with that then yeah. We've got the option, so we can do it tomorrow. Yeah. Alright. Well, I guess we have our plan. Uh-huh. What what so um, how close am I to the time? Also, everyone the... here's some gold. <laughs> oh uh, here's the split. <laughs> I did the counting. Here you go. Oh uh, <laughs> I give <laughs> everyone you. I had I've handed everyone the split gold. <laughs> Like awesome. a goddess of wealth. <laughs> uh, this thank is you. from Tychus. Thank you, Tychus. Mm. Oh, thanks, Tychus. He just uh, gives you all a respectful nod. Also, how about our group just finds a spot for us to maybe uh, have a little discussion, just our party alone, because it seems like Adriel has some plans about today that uh, perhaps uh, we, if we you would... could deserve a little bit more insight on. Uh, we... It was embarrassed. <laughs> Tell you what, we could, yeah, we'll be able to find you a spare house that all of you can rest up in for tonight. You're just pleading with Tychus, please get me out of this. And <laughs> Tychus just gives you a bit of a look, Adriel, as if to say, like, you got yourself into this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, why don't I get you all... A uh, place where you can actually put your feet up and rest. So, and uh, yeah, he leads you all over to another house in the area that seems to be fairly simplistic. Let me just. I'm just gonna see which one works. Okay. So yeah, he's going to show you over to this house right here. And all right, Very important. so are there any ghosts in the room? Uh, you put the goggles back on, and you still have an hour remaining. Make me a perception check. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, seventeen. You do not see any ghosts in here. It's kind of chill. Everyone, it's kind of chilly here. Secure. Are you sure? I feel there are no like a chill. I, you know, it's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> We're in hell. It, uh, I, I might be coming down here with all the time. <clears throat> you stand closer to Sorches if the fire should help. Oh, I mean, I would, but Sorcha says we're not friends, so I mean, I don't want to make oh Sorcha uncomfortable. Oh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have some private conversations, so I hope you don't mind. That yes. <laughs> well, why don't I give you all some space? And with that, Tychus goes towards the door. And yeah, closing it behind him. And then he, I, I, uh, I close the door. Now and it feels then really I, warm. I use my mage hand to really slap warm. his ass. 
Um, yeah. Oh all of you, yeah. all of you, just no, hear a. I, I... <laughs> yeah. And then I, I message him like, the whole point of me wearing your shirt is you're supposed to be shirtless, you big bull, you dummy. You, you didn't say anything about that, and I need to set a good example for everybody who's my subordinate. <laughs> She slams the door. <laughs> oh my god. So, Adriel. Yeah, yeah. I bought a ring. All right. I bought a ring. Yes, I bought a ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to get into that conversation. I mean, we will eventually. But, like, first of all, what exactly is your plan, considering that, you know, like, we're all fucked up after a bunch of battle? Like, are you going to just, like, sneak? Where are you planning to just sneak out on your own? You know? Well, I, I have to go meet Amaryllis. We, we, you know, we we already planned that out. So I have to go back to my place and uh, go to the Secret yeah, Garden. Were you, were you gonna like chat with us about the fact that you know, like, you need to get out out in the danger again? And, you know, oh like, come on! Like, like I, I, I'm, I don't think anything's gonna happen. Besides, who wants to tag along on that? Like, I'm sure it's gonna be boring Fucking for anyone. Of course, Adrian. I'm going with you. <laughs> All right, all right. I, I won't, I won't, I won't deny it. If you want to tag along, I mean, if you want to go, which I'm assuming as a stubborn fucking ass, you're gonna do it. So, hey, if you want to come along, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, yeah. So, you can know, I... if Fox is coming along, that we're all coming along, right? Uh... Oh, are, you, are you sure that's wise? I'm gonna stay. Could... I'm gonna stay. I have business here, so I will. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Honestly, you, not everybody has to come along. Like it's been a long day. I have to do this. Lux can come with me. I have no problem. Like I don't want to force anybody else to come. You guys, you know, stay, rest up. You know, it. Uh, so we're splitting the party. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> right. Thank you, Gwen. Uh... Well, I mean, Honestly, Patina has all to do. Patina is like a horribly do. dumb idea, regardless, because again, as we already mentioned, we're all fucked and out of our resources. So this is literally the worst possible time to like. Can you? Is there Patina? Is there any way that you can get me to my place? <laughs> people say, can you turn me invisible for a little bit? I am tired. No, I am very uh... tired. And she's like, uh, she goes up to me, like. Bippity boppity boop, you're invisible! <laughs> oh, Adriel, go! <laughs> what time I, I'm is gonna it do whatever it looks like sort of do. At the middle of the night, do we have time tonight. to rest at all till you. I should just. I don't know. Uh, 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 Chris? Out of character? I don't know. Basically, I think Basically, to take a long rest, you'll have to wait until the end of the day. Oh. I think it'll be fine. I, yeah, I feel like it will be fine. Like, I think we're worrying too much. We already... Yes, we are kind of fucked up right now. But, like, that's why I don't want everybody to come with me. I get it. Splitting the party is not a good idea. But, honestly, this is not going to take that long. It's just going to be a meetup. And then... Say what I gotta say, and then that's it. That has not ability to safely pass even like one block without making a lot of noise. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll remove my armor. I'll, I'll remove. Conscious in our I'll... group is saying, oh, oh, guys, "Look, I'll remove. I'll remove. I'll remove my armor. I'll. I'll, I'll You're not gonna remove your armor, you <laughs> idiot! Oh my god, my armor makes a lot of noise. 
<laughs> like slapping the back of Adriel's head. Like, like not Ow. playfully this time. Like genuinely like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, uh, he still does the ow, even though it doesn't hurt. Ow. Uh, it, it just, look. Oh my god. Okay, look. My armor makes a lot of noise. Do you know what I mean? I and also, I want to wear something more comfortable than just armor, like, you know. Yeah. It's in and out. And also, it's going to make me inconspicuous. Like, if people see me wearing armor, they'll know, like, I'm a fighter. But if they don't, they'll just, you know, bypass if me. If they don't, they're going to be like, wow, look at this very easy <laughs> target. Let's murder him right now. Alright, fine, fine. I'll, I'll, I won't I won't take the armor. I won't take the armor off. I'll go with the armor. It's fine. Uh, you want to come with me? Will that put you at ease, Lux, if you come with me? I mean, I'm gonna go with you regardless. It's not gonna put me at ease because it's a damn idea and I have literally nothing to protect you with other than my rapier, but I'm gonna go because you're an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I love you I'm too, sorry. Lux. I love you, but I love you too, Lux. I know. Shut I know. Up. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorcha, you want to come along? That's fine. I mean, if Lux is going on, we all need to come along. <laughs> all right, everybody, I guess is coming along. Yay! I'm staying. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> I am not going. I am nothing. I am nothing. Leave? I will Honestly, be an encumbrance yeah, to you I, all, so I, I, I will let you go. Okay. Oh, Patina, you're never an encumbrance. You took quite a quite a beating uh, yeah. today, so I actually think that that's not the worst idea for you to. Yeah, yeah. the squishiest of everyone here. So you all go. I will be fine. All right. Yeah. Take take a rest, <laughs> Tina. You deserve it. Yep. I trust you all. I trust you all. Uh, Max, are you staying or coming along? Uh, I mean, at the moment, I feel like the most intimidating person in the room is Lux. So I'm gonna do what he's doing. Okay, well, yeah, I'll come. All Yay. right, you get to see your bandmates, maybe, because they're still at my place. So, oh right, yeah, we should yeah. rescue them from all the traitors too. Well, maybe not. They'll, they'll probably be fine. Just they're a quick pitch. A Just a quick little pitch, considering that we're already making the dumbest decision to go there while we're all fucked up. Would it be smart for us to take a long, like? Yes, Patina's staying here, but for us to rest there, so then in the morning... Ah, oh, shit, this is not... Patty. Yes? I wonder... I don't want to put you in danger, but if you went with us, then we could take a proper rest at Adria's place, get to High Hall, get the girl, and come back here. Would that not make... A better logical sense. I'm just saying, like, I don't want. If we're fucked up right now, I think going there and coming back here. Oh, so we we go to High Hall in the morning and then come back here in the morning. Oh, I it's see. gonna be close. It's my place is closer to High Hall. All That's true. All right. I just and the meetup is at your place. Yeah, it's at at the the, the garden, secret garden. That's no longer secret, obviously. Okay, I'm not gonna totally. question how she she's gonna make it there safely. It's, it's her problem, but um... well, she she has her ways. She knows. Okay. Yep. So, but so this is sorry. my proposition. My proposition is we're doing this dumbass idea of going yeah. out there Absolutely. again tonight. Okay. Then is... we're gonna stay Adri Adriel's, pass yeah. by High Hall, steal the girl, and come back here. Is that something yep. that people would be down with? And Yes. Okay. Can we try to keep Patina out of danger, or are this you is... set on staying here, Patty? 
No, this is it's she's like smelling the shirt from Tychus. You're like <laughs> what the fuck you get? Hey Patty, <laughs> Aspen makes the makes the heart grow thunder, so Oh what no yes, I will this is, seems like the best idea. Let's just do it. Yes. I will do it. <laughs> and we'll come back here and it'll be well, lovely. I think we still have time to like, I think it would be overall a good idea to take a little short rest here before we head out. I think Adrian will still have time. So, yeah. you know, we have to in do case some Patty, you felt like, I don't know, you want to play the whole card of like, oh, I'm heading out to danger. I better live out this last moments of safety the best I can. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not going to judge you. I think Lux. it's another horrible <laughs> idea, but like, it's your life, so. I love you. You're you're a very good sales salesperson. You're. I'm just sure. tired and I want this to work and for nobody to die. All right. Let's Lux be... is out of fucks to give. <laughs> yep. I will, let's just do a quick shopping and then we can head out. I think this is a good idea. All right. I'm taking a nap while you guys go yes. shopping. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't need a shopping. I'm good. Lux I'm gonna, gonna take a in the room and just bang their head against the wall over and over again. <laughs> Gwen hands me the gems, I will get those healing potions. Uh, Gwen handed Patty back the gems. Merci beaucoup. I will go grab as items. Uh, Max, can I talk to you a little bit? Just a little. Oh God. Putting his face in his hands and just like. <laughs> This is the worst day. <laughs> you, you know, Max, I, I need your help on something here, a little something. Uh, just go to yeah, the corner. Yeah, I mean, whatever your advice you need. Damn it, there's no here. Go I'm, this I'm, way. Go this way. I'm full of advice. <laughs> Good. Okay. <Yo>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Chris. You were gonna say something. <laughs> um. So, Adriel, you and Max step off to one side of the room. Yes, I will like okay. to talk with Max. Here advice stuff you know uh so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ma max um you know you're you're a really cool dude and you know your music is really awesome i was just wondering you know hypothetically and you know if you could you know uh come in at a certain time when i signal you you know just just you know just come in with a really nice song you know it puts the mood you know the romantic mood do you have any any of those songs in your repertoire <laughs> romantic yeah i mean i mean there's something about romance in the moon or a devil or a succubus maybe that's why i like the succubus. no 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 but, you know just nothing with that uh just you know something nice and slow or maybe just a melody just a little melody oh yeah know? for sure yeah <laughs> absolutely just, so yeah, no uh, problem you know, I'll, I'll let you into the secret garden. You can follow me. You know, you just hide out of sight with your, you know, your 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 instrument, and then I'll signal you, and then you just you know, create the song. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a simple little tune on my guitar here. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sure. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. what we're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, no, Absolutely. no. I mean, just, I mean, I, just because I I need I need I think that would do well. Uh, will help me with what I'm going to do also oh, you do good talk as romance romance yeah as you Sounds say good. this adriel uh you hear a fluttering noise and cherry comes over to land on your shoulder and you hear him whisper into your ear 
Okay, listen, I gotta ask. Yep. You were talking about a ring and everything earlier, and you're making plans to see your lady, and I gotta ask, man, what are you doing? Like, what is your, <laughs> play, what is your play here? We talked about this. Look, um, the recent revelations have made it seem that things are very, very bad for everyone right now. And mm. there's there's a big possibility that, you know, even if we do what we do, we won't come out of it alive. So I just don't want to go out without, without, with regrets, you know. I, 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 before all of, before the breakup with Amaryllis, I had plans with her. I was going to eventually propose to her, but obviously that didn't go through because, you know, we broke up. So I wanted to... Honestly, I might not even do it. I just, it will depend how the... I would suggest the... you don't do it, Leia. You are going from zero to a hundred real quick here. <sighs> Alright, yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I'm... Sure. You may as well do it. Maybe you're right, I'm... Uh, well, hey. I'm just, I mean, just... sorry, just to be the other, the other person <laughs> on the shoulder. <laughs> right. Life is oh. short. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't want to leave and then have something happen and then that she doesn't know how I feel about her. I feel I'm very serious about her. I've always been. And honestly, if none of that crazy stuff happened, I, me and her would have probably been married. So you're right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't well, say anything. I, I should just. So I've just got, I've got an option for you. You yeah. could also just do the whole big romantic thing without the whole asking for marriage. Just be like, this is a big romantic gesture. Hey, look, we're in a magical garden and there's a person playing an incredible guitar song. And <laughs> Cherry sweeps his wing out to Max <laughs> as if to emphasize what he's saying. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, you're right. I don't have to give her the ring and propose, you know. Uh, that could come in later. Maybe it, maybe it is better that it comes in later. You know, when later. we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you should definitely do the big romantic thing because that's cool. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking, you know, uh, should I? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Let's still do the romantic thing and scratch the. We're we cancel the proposal. We're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. All right. Good. Now then, you got a little <laughs> yeah. while to prepare. So. When it when time comes around and if you need more advice, player, I'll be here for you. Okay? I know I need, I need I need more advice. I don't know I don't know how how I'm gonna start the conversation. Exactly. I mean, you see, I I'm not very articulate with stuff. You know, I sometimes say the things in the wrong way, in the wrong order, and it's just yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you have advice, which you have great advice so far, so. I'm open for anything. Yeah. All right. Here's what you're going to say to your lady. And um, we're going to go over to Patina. Are you currently looking for um, Sweet Mystery right now? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, yeah, you find him where Adriel was speaking to him before. He's just kind of lounging about, and he sees you, gets up from where he's sitting with a huge grin, and he spreads his arms wide. My dear sweet Patina. Oh, it, ain't you just a cypher so She gives like the, 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 the French kiss. Like, oh, you sweet mystery. Oh, it's a pleasure to see you again. Always, baby. 
So what can I do for you? Well, I I need to see what you have, darling. Ooh. Well, and I you... need healing potions, please. Ooh, healing potions. Well, let me take a look at my catalog. Let's see. I suppose I got a few I could let go. What uh, grade of healing potions are you looking for? Uh, standards would be great. Also, I don't know if you noticed the new outfit I'm wearing. I have the favor of Tychus, so he told me to tell you to cash in that favor. Oh! And his eyebrows go up a little bit as he's... Oh, oh okay, uh, sure thing. Well, uh... All right, well, we can uh, definitely do that. So, um, a d substantial discount on your purchases for today, baby. You got it. So, uh, I have four uh, sort of uh, lesser potions of healing, as well as several greater potions. Uh, let's see, the lesser healing potions, normally going for 50 gold pieces, I'd let them go for 25 each. And for the greater healing potions, I can let those go for a hundred gold pieces each. And how many of the greater do you have? I have three altogether. Three greater, three hundred. And then that's... Uh... Alright, how would this do? These four gems... Ooh! How, uh, these are each a hundred gold pieces each. How would that do for taking the whole batch? He leans in a little bit, examining the uh, gems closely. He takes one from you, turns it over in his hand, like holds it up to his eye to investigate the rune. I think I could do that. Yeah, that sounds like an excellent deal, my dear. Oh, absolutely. I, all of your... T thank you so much. Oh, and thank you. Show me what else you have. Well, I do still have that uh, particular uh, pearl of power if you're still oh, interested in that. yes. If you're, well, tell you what, with Tychus's favor, and he's like visibly pained as he's thinking to himself, suppose a discount um, of, uh, yeah, before I asked you for 6,000, but uh, with Tychus in mind, maybe, uh, how's 3,000 sound. Oh. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are, you, are you constipated? No! Just happy to be doing business with friends of Tychus. Oh, so lovely. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 3,000. Oh, I think I can. Wait, let me just double check. Okay, I... Nope, I'm broke. Um, I can't do that. I will have to tell Lux about it. There, yeah, Lux can afford it. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I cannot do. Is that's three thousand? You said? Yes. Okay, I will tell Lux about it. Um, no. But what else do you have? Well, I do have some spell scrolls if you're interested. <gasps> oh, tell me about them. Any rituals? Uh, I do actually. You ever heard of the spell Phantom Steed? Oh! Yes. How much? Uh, I, I want it now. Um, f with discount in place, a uh, hundred gold pieces. I will take it. All right, there you go. Uh, do you have a, a detect magic scroll, perhaps? Uh, actually, I do. <gasps> uh, detect magic. That'll cost you 30 gold pieces. 30 
goodness. 130. Oh, I will take them both. Thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. And you can see, like, he is straining to keep his smile on his face. <laughs> and what else do you have? Anything as spectacular? I suppose I might. I might have seen you buying something, from, uh, selling something to Adriel earlier. What about it? Well, I was talking to him about a couple of amulets that may uh, allow telepathy between uh, the people who are wearing them. With how many feet? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet? <gasps> and this, and she's just like playing with the, the like the, like off the shoulder shirt. She's doing like, oh, and with Tychus's bonus, what's, what is that? How much? Yeah, can't forget Tychus's. Uh, oh, yeah. so roomy in here. Uh-huh. He's so big and strong. Oh, good! Snap me like a twig. You're right. Now, um, for that, two thousand two hundred fifty gold pieces. Two hundred fifty. Oh, sorry. I think I walked a lot. Lux and now. I'm really broke. Okay. Anyways, um. Uh, anything else? Tell me more, sweet mystery. I want to. Uh, I want to brush your fur. I want to know all your secrets. Yeah, I also have a few other things, including. Uh, let's see. I've got a ring of jumping. If you're interested. Oh yes. For this, it's one thousand two hundred fifty gold pieces. So if you wear this, you can cast jump on yourself, and you can uh, leap tremendous distances. 1,200? 250. 250. Oh, sounds incredible. Mm -hmm. And what else do you got? You're really gonna keep pressing me when I'm at oh. my lowest, aren't you? Oh, no. He's so strong. Oh, look, it's these sleeves. They're like, oh, his yeah. biceps are huge. <laughs> Bigger than my head. Yep, I'm aware. So, uh, I've, I've also got a potion of fire resistance, where if you drink that, you gain resistance to fire for one hour. Uh-huh, and how much? 200 gold pieces. Oh, yes! Ah, uh, lovely! So, what are you purchasing altogether? Okay, so who... I'm just reading the chat now. I'm like, what do, does anyone want anything from that list? If <laughs> I'm just psychically the, knowing what you want. If, what, if you if you take the money that's on me, is it enough to buy the amulets or no? I just I think you know. have to share that with like someone else. So you have to, uh, you have to share that. Patty, if if Patty tells Sweet that she'll bring the info to the group and then come back yeah. to make the purchases. Let, let's just say that then... yeah, for brevity, I've gone I've gone back to Alia and come back or something. Like, yeah. just, like while still banging, like it's still in the banging his head against the wall, just like pulls out his money, gives you the entire bag of literally all of his money and just keeps on like okay. having mental crisis. So <laughs> Tina, you take all of this money and you go back out to find Sweet Mystery, who is also standing near a building banging his head against the wall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like a mirror. <laughs> yep. Sweet mystery. <laughs> yeah, um, hey, there you are. Uh, uh. Okay, so what does everyone want? Who who's excited by something? 
I think Adriel and Lux makes sense to get the uh, the, am the pendant. I, yeah, I really do want to get the amulets. I, let's say I also gave you all of my stuff, all of my gold and whatever. Uh, use anything you need for that. See if you can get maybe a little bit lower, if possible. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, like, <laughs> if we have to share between both of you, I think you can get it. But I'm okay. like, like, yeah, if you I both... Think overall, like, prioritize stuff that is the most useful to, for the entire group. I would like the amulet, but I also just like, what the group needs... I yeah, should you should decide. And yeah, no, you y'all should decide. If you, I'm spending, I'm gonna take your your money. If you, well, get well, let's get what's useful for everybody. I mean, I just gave you my money and yeah. without saying a word, so you can do whatever you want with it. So it's up to <laughs> your character like, to make a decision. Well, I'm I'm not gonna use the item though. What item do you want? So there's what was the the super expensive one that you couldn't afford again? The or pearl of power, pearl of power. power. Get a third level spell slot. I feel like it would be very useful for yeah. you. Yes. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I could get that if I just bought, I got that myself. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't. No, no I, I you still, need, you're, you I'm need very more. broke. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take from, from me if you need. No, it's, I think I think the amulet is more handy though, if you, between two of you, right? Or do, what do you think? What does I everybody mean, think? Max, yeah, Max, Max says also like, yeah, uh, money is, it goes. So, if you want to spend it on pretty things, go go for it, Petita. I think I think Clax would want you to take the Pearl of Power, power and for us to come back for the amulet. Yeah, the, point, the, so. the amulet. As Adriel will have told, I think Patina that uh, Swimmers we promised not to sell those amulets, so we can totally stay. Like you can totally wait for another time to get them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the Pearl Power <laughs> seems pretty handy because it will give us an extra spell slot, which is very yeah. We'll share between. Patty is a heavy hitter, so it's good to have her, you know, extra. Yeah. Extra, extra spell slot. I don't know. That, well, that's... just like think how beautiful it's gonna look on a necklace, like right between your boobs. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. so I will. Pearl necklace. Yeah, get the pearl. I think also the ring of jumping. Who wants the ring of jumping? Because I think that's very handy. Super handy. I don't know. Just get it, and then we'll we'll decide later. Wait, wait. Sorry, or sorry. Endless. Are you saying there's an item that means I don't have to climb upstairs? <gasps> yeah. Max, there you go. Perfect ring for of Max. Jumping. Okay, we'll get the ring of jumping for for Max. Max has too much stuff in his inventory, but <laughs> but or, he's gotta. Oh my god, a jumping T Rex. <gasps> oh, that work? Fine. <laughs> I think, work? Yeah. Does that work with the T Rex? <laughs> No, you'd have to take off the no. ring and then put the ring back on the T-Rex, I believe, because when you mm. change, you can, like all of the items are absorbed inside of you. So you'd have to put in a ring on a T-Rex for it to work. I don't do know you, if the T-Rex like activate it. You activate the the ring and then you turn into a T-Rex and then you still have the jump on you. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because the jump lasts yeah. for an hour, I think. Hmm. Um. Okay, so. <laughs> so terrifying a jumping T-Rex. <laughs> and it's an icon, so it's not concentration, so you wouldn't lose the concentration while or, shifting. What about Gwen? I don't know. Gwen, do you want the jumping ring? Because that that would be handy for you, because jumping around. Or yeah. Sorcha. Sorcha, or I think Max, Sorcha, or Gwen. I would say I would say someone who is melee, or someone, yeah. or Max, just because of his poor bones. <laughs> can it be, <laughs> can it be shared that. between I'm, two party members? Yeah, like, uh, I, think, I think it makes more sense for Gwendolyn. You can I'm always take turns as a yeah. different person, different day, or something. Yeah, I was thinking. The mm -hmm. Ring of d Jumping does require attunement, so you know. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, oh, okay. Um, you can just attune before going to bed as you switch around if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's share the so I think we'll get the pearl power, ring of jumping, fire uh potion, right? Hmm. Okay. I will split that later amongst the whole party as I figure math out. But yeah. I see wait, wait, I've got one more one more thing to ask a sweet. Just out of curiosity, sweet, what do you do with your money? Like do you have like a vista somewhere? Do you have like a family uh... support? Well, uh, you know, m- the thing about money is I use a little bit here and there to buy items that are interesting, then, you know, buy low, sell high, all that stuff. Keep the business going. But, uh, aside from that, you know me, man, I just, I'm a rambling man with a little bit of pocket cash that he's just saving on for a nice rainy day. Yeah, you didn't have to send. Oh, yeah, okay. I was just curious. You know, oh. if there was anything in particular you were saving up for. Hey, man. Uh, with respect, I'll keep that close to my chest and live up to my name, if you know what I mean. All right, you keep living that mystery. Hey. And then I will grab the things from Sweet Mystery. Yeah, I'll be like, and we'll get this one, and that one, and this one. And- oh, <laughs> wow. Mm. Gotta say, Patina, you are not the only person getting fucked today. Make no mistake. <laughs> oh, oh. see, Mystery, I'm not yet. <laughs> mm. Yeah, me first. Okay. Okay, and then, uh, yeah. Who wants the... Oh my god. I think the fire potion would be great for Gwen or uh, Max. Actually, no, Gwen, because you're in the front lines a lot. Who wants it? I'll take it if uh, Max doesn't want it. Okay. Fire potion of resistance. If you're in hot water, be careful. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> and we'll give the ring of jumping to Max. Okay. I will split the other gold later. I'm, okay. As I'm figuring out math. All right. And did you purchase anything else, Patina? Yeah, the the healing potions and the pearl power, yes. So you did go for the pearl of power. Okay. Yes. So, uh, putting the pearl of power around your neck, Patina, you do feel like this is going to come in very handy in the days, weeks to come as you continue trying to find a way to save El Torel. <laughs> All right. And is there anything else you wanted to do for Sweet Mystery, or are you just going to let him wallow in his inability to make a profit. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you, sweet mystery. You're, you're lovely. And she goes, mwah, mwah, kiss on the cheeks. Oh, you too can. Well, and he's just still painfully smiling at you as he waves, and a little trickle of blood comes out of one of his nostrils. No. Have oh a my... lovely day. <laughs> And tomorrow's mystery is just gonna disappear from Elderell. <laughs> Never to come back. Oh <laughs> no, just joking. That is it. Alright, so uh with that, are you gonna do anything else before your group is going to return to Adriel's manor? Uh are we able to take that short rest? If you'd like to tell you what how about i actually have to get going in a little bit so 
why don't we all take a short rest before um yeah we resume things next time and you all go back to adriel's house to help him prepare for meeting the girl of his dreams <laughs> sounds good Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that we have our priorities straight. You know, right? Mm. We're in hell, and yeah, everything yeah. is fucked. And Every, you know, like, yeah, we're prioritizing the correct things to prioritize right we, now. Hundred percent. Yep. Shopping trips, girlfriends, and getting laid by minotaurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Priorities. The title of, the of this trip of this. is actually very useful. It's gonna help us on the journey, but yeah. the rest is like. You know, very subjective. (laughs) All right. Well, as you all take the house that's been loaned out to you by uh, Tychus and sit down and just decide to relax after a very tense uh, day and a very, well, revealing series of secrets... You all take a moment to breathe and prepare yourself for whatever is next to come. But in Adriel's case, it might be um, meeting his ex once again. So Making mistakes. (laughs) Yep. But we will figure out what kinds of mistakes those will be next time. 